0: Oh, sorry, bud. I didn't see you there. Here, have a donut. Find a spot around the fireplace, you goons. It's time for another tale of casual master quest. <laughs>
1: Everybody. aloha welcome to episode 23 of casual master quest this is gonna be the episode where Nick and myself finally get the argue we're gonna duke it out uh, my name is Tyler that is Nick Nick Hello. look alive how's life on your end, buddy
0: um life's life's going okay are we jumping straight into the house life stuff because oh, I, I mean,
1: okay G- uh, give me a summary of your current well-being as of right now how about that
0: um, as of right now I'm fed and after this is done, I'm going on a date. <gasps> oh, 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 oh,
1: oh, oh, things just warmed up over here. Yeah. Uh, for the first portion, if you want to hear Nick uh, eat his food, we're going to have uh, a post show. <laughs> so after the uh, the credits and all that stuff, you get to hear him uh, being very poorly narrated by a uh, wildlife conservative or reserve officer. I don't know. Does not matter. So, yes, this is Casual Master Quest episode 23. Let's start the party, Nick. Now, what have you been, like? what's
0: the week been like, man? Um, school's really piling up. We're in that, uh, I believe we're in week seven. So out of 13 weeks, week seven is the middle point, obviously. Um, so there's a lot of um, uh, midterms, uh, quizzes, uh, deadlines. Um, so it's just just really piling on. I haven't had much time to play, but, but find out about my uh, library on campus. Ooh. Um, so I always knew this. I always knew we had a game room. Um, and so they have a bunch of TVs set up. They even have an arcade machine in one corner and a pinball table. Nice. And so they have, they have PS3s, PS4s, Xboxes, uh, 360s and Ones. They have a Wii U. I don't know if they have a Switch set up, but up. F- so I always knew that you could borrow games out, but I didn't know you could actually borrow consoles out as well. So they have a Switch you can take home for about three days. They have all these other games and devices you can take home for a couple of days. Um, and I found sitting in the corner... A single copy of Breath of the Wild Wow yeah so I got it for three days and I can call in so it's due back on for people are listening this is Monday so it was due back yesterday I would have called in to extend it for another three days and I can do that for three times I can do that up to three times so (laughs) I believe that adds up to 12 days in total I can take it out and when those 12 days are up I could just take it back and then take it out immediately right again because it's you know checked into their system and then there's somebody else is checking it out doesn't matter that it's the same person
1: that's horrific but still awesome i mean as long as you constantly check in the show that hey i still have it on i didn't forget i mean sure i guess that works right yeah. Uh, I mean, 12 days, that's going to get you, like, maybe 10% of the game through. So, I mean, Godspeed, uh, man.
0: Knowing me, uh, with a game like this, uh, you know, open-world RPG, I do just about everything except the main quest. Like, I'll play the main quest up to a certain point before it's like, all right, now you need to, before it starts getting, like, linear in a sense. And at some point, I'll be like, you know what? Screw this. I kind of want to see what else the, you know region has to offer. I'm very um, sorry
1: about and we'll talk about this later. Looking for a linear pathway in Breath of the Wild, it's like asking for a straight line in a spider web. It's not oh no, gonna, what, I mean
0: oh No what I mean is like generally with like even open world RPGs, the main story quest will generally be a linear fashion, but in a game like let's say the Witcher Three, it'll require you to level up in between. Whereas uh, you know, uh Legend of Zelda or Breath of the Wild, as far as I'm understanding it so far. It does. There are no level up systems, but it gear checks you, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, pretty much. I mean, like Dark Souls, if you're careful, you can go through the game with base gear, as far as I understand it.
1: We will talk about this in a hot yeah. second. Don't worry. Don't we worry? Anything else? Uh, you said you're going on a date today. I'm going awesome. on a date
0: um, today. So it's Saturday. So two days ago.
1: So uh, hopefully on Monday we'll hear good news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any idea where you're planning on going with uh, him or?
0: her uh i'm taking her to a barcade and then out for ramen so something like really low-key because i no, that's your flavor that's your style full props to you man yeah because it's it's a it's a it's not like a date date not like a super serious date date it's like a getting to know each other date so something where we can you know have a few drinks have some fun get some food to eat and it's like casual but nothing serious and you know what i mean like it's it is what it is and so i'm excited well i
1: want to like fully appreciate this because uh like i imagine when i was your age so you know 50 years ago (laughs) i uh i would have you know gone for the uh uh dinner at a movie kind of thing like just so bland like you know safe in so many different fronts that you know oh i'm gonna take you to the olive garden hey uh, you can't go wrong there right Uh, i'm gonna take you to see the uh the latest disney movie can't go wrong and i see my wife keeps craning her head at me because <laughs> i might be pulling from personal uh, experience but that's besides the point but uh you are not holding back not only are you saying you're going to a barcade you're gonna go over to oh gosh <laughs> where where else uh, you just said it
0: ramen Ah, uh, ramen. Yeah, we're going after ramen. Yeah, because I'm I'm in a big ramen mood right now. Um, I had ramen for the first time earlier this summer. Yes. Um, and I'm not big into soupy stuff. Uh, but you star so, toed hard. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm in love with it. But I I, I do t- like I'm very picky about ramen mainly because of the, the the soup base, not what's in the ramen. So there are a few nice places, um, in the area that the barcade's at, and. You know, I I picked a barcade because I'd never been to one. I've not been to like a, a North American arcade yet. And you, when you have an arcade, you have adults and you throw in alcohol. It always leads to a good time as long oh, as you're yeah. careful. Um, and also, I figured a barcade would be a really soft introduction to just how much time I can pl- spend playing games. Right. right? So mean, if, they, if, if there's somebody who's not there's somebody who's not, you know, comfortable with that idea, then, you know, I, I don't necessarily want that to cause any future friction. Uh,
1: I guess uh the last question I have is uh your prospective uh lady date person is she into video games as well
0: uh, no, she's a much better human being than I am <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah um, I'm so sorry, yeah, so uh, let's see how it goes uh this is mind you also my first like date like ever, so oh, this is kind okay, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, that brings up a lot of questions, but I'll bug
1: you about your personal life right. like, uh, later. Uh, over on my end, I'm currently on uh, week three of work, and I'm sure people love hear, hearing me talk about my work and all that. Got my first paycheck for a single week, which is nice because it means, A, I'm actually officially employed by them, and I'm getting money. This wasn't like some crazy uh, Ponzi scheme right. where I'm getting scammed, but uh, I'm now driving by myself. and. I'm driving by myself on the hardest route that's available on the entire account. Like uh there's one particular store that every time you whisper its name in this uh distribution center everybody <laughs> shudders like it's that bad. And I get to a do store that. That must Does not be named. Yes. Yes. And it, it's rough. But yesterday in particular because uh, I think what happened was uh person trained to me and then uh, the day he left, uh, all the products like doubled in size. And so it went from like, man, this is rough to like, holy fuck, what's going on here? What right, are you guys right. doing this to me? Everybody of the order and they want to, you know, have me pick up 800 pounds worth of batteries. Uh, suddenly it's like, come on, you guys are killing me here. But on Friday, it kind of like went back to mostly normal. And it was also Friday and I got myself hyped up for it. Everything went pretty smoothly. And so I feel like I'm on the right track. I got, you know. It feels nice to know, instead of panicking and not knowing what I'm doing and flying around in different you know, places or whatnot, like hanging on to my GPS for life, I actually know what I'm doing. I feel comfortable with it. That was right. yesterday for me or a few days ago for the listeners and that felt fantastic. So- You uh, just get end-
0: easier over time, I would imagine, for, for a job like this, like it's it's hard, uh, not, not hard, but like there's a big learning curve initially and then getting used to a new environment, um, and all of the other jazz that comes with a new job. And then over time, it should get easier. Unless right. you have the one-off, weird deliveries.
1: So uh, I am in charge of uh, seven uh, different routes. Okay. Uh, in case uh, you know it needs to get covered. And uh, so there might be a time where I won't touch a route for years. Well, it probably not. Because everybody you know everybody gets sick or they have vacation eventually. If they want to spend. And so uh, I'm doing it th- uh, this... The hardest route this week or last week and this upcoming week. So, I got another week where I can finally get even more comfortable with it. And then I might not see it for almost six months. I have no idea. Right. And it's, it's kind of upsetting knowing that. But at the same time, it's nice knowing that I'm going to do the hardest one. And if I can do this, everything else should be a cakewalk. Cake. Yeah. Like oh. the only difference is, you know, everybody, every store that I go to has a specific, you know, needs and wants. Uh, you got to put in this code and you want it over here. You gotta make sure it looks like this and this way. You, you can't pull in this way. But that stuff, you know, I I'm used to that. A- every place I deliver always has house rules, essentially. And right. it's like I respect that. You know, every time I go to see somebody, it's like house rules, you know, what's the rules here? And uh so that was going on. Or I was I've been doing that. Uh last weekend, right after uh the day after our podcast, I went to uh Johnson's farm, which uh is a local attraction in my area of Michigan where we have what is called a uh, pumpkin farm. And uh, it's not really a festival so much as a large multimillionaire farmer decides to you know, celebrate the joys of pumpkins and show off their weird exotic animals at the same time because it's like Michael Jackson's ghetto farm, I guess you could say. At <laughs> right, point. right,
0: yeah. I did, I did a pumpkin farm last year, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we went with a bunch of friends and got like three little pumpkins and they carved it up. I was just a driver because it was a bit out of the ways. And so I wasn't really interested in getting the pumpkins, but it was a fun trip.
1: So went with uh, the wife, good friend, uh, and then with my uh, sister and brother-in-law alongside the uh, two kids. And uh, we went around and enjoyed pumpkins and then uh, stared at farm animals because, you know, that's uh, what, what's the better way to spend a Sunday <laughs> than to uh, stare at a llama that will eat out of your hand?
0: Oh, these gosh darn city folks driving out here to the country. Staring at animals.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed them. The I think there was one animal that particularly stank, but I don't remember what. But it's a right. farm. You know, you expect yeah, no, that kind is, of stuff. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, the only thing that I was paranoid about with uh, farm animals in particular is uh, there was a goat section. Which, you know, goats are fine. Uh, goats also apparently don't know when to stop eating. Because uh, some animals, they simply, like, by the time we got there at 3 o'clock, they're like, you yeah, know I don't want to eat out of hand. I got enough. <laughs> but the goats are like, I could shit all day. You know, just keep feeding me. I, I got to get ready for winter. So there's technically two goat sections side by side, and they're separated by a wooden overhanging bridge that the goats can travel across. Or, preferably in their case, hang on over. Right over the pathway where people can walk under.
0: And shit on people.
1: I would not go under that thing with a goat out <laughs> there. Like, I had to make sure I was between it, and I was not going to get shat on or pissed on by a goddamn goat. It was not going to happen. I did not. So that was good. Uh, had a good time. Uh, they turned haystacks into popular uh, f- uh, figures of cartoon nature, like uh, Minions, Spongebob, and all that. Except uh, they apparently didn't reference a picture, or they just wanted to toss it together real quickly, so it looked like... Uh, what Spongebob would like, like if you were having a bad trip of LSD or something like that. Right. And, of course, you know, my uh, niece and nephew enjoyed it anyways. they we like, ah, that's close enough. Let me dance and rip <laughs> off Spongebob's nose. Great idea, by the way. And uh, I think the final thing of that trip was uh, apparently they have legendary world-famous uh, donuts that they make from scratch out of, uh, was it apple cider or something like that? Or apple-based? Well, where are their donuts made from? No. Okay, anyways, so... <laughs> The they're world famous she, thing, uh, technically,
0: key she's ingredient. not wrong. They are made of dough. <laughs> the key ingredient
1: <laughs> that made them world famous apparently was dough, and so I could <laughs> give two flying fucks about these donuts. But apparently they're so good that we waited in line for about I don't know, twenty or so minutes, and right. uh, they're very good, very warm. So you know, I guess that was cool.
0: At least that's something.
1: Yes, uh, I mean they weren't bad they were i just i was trying to argue with the you know craig was 20 minutes away come on guys yeah yeah
0: it's about it wasn't about um it wasn't about the the quality of the donut or the taste it was about the time spent when sure. you could have gone somewhere else and gotten you know a different kind of donut but how often do you eat donuts
1: uh, you know, I, I, wish it was more often than I prefer, but my waistline says otherwise right. I, I get to eat. Like I used to, when I was over the road truck driving, I'd get them like maybe once a month, but I, this was probably the first time I touched a donut this year since, uh, you know, I, I got back in the business, just right. didn't, don't really need them as much or eat them. I mean, I, I always need a donut, but you know, you got to fight off that addiction.
0: Right. So, so it's, it's your third week at work. You just got your first paycheck. We went to the pumpkin farm with uh, family friends. Had a good time. Mm-hmm. There is one other thing that I've noticed in your background. Would yes. you would you care to talk about that?
1: Yes. Uh, since you've been playing a certain game, I want to tell you all about these
0: amiibos
1: that are hanging right. over there that can be. Uh,
0: oh no! Give a fuck about the amiibos. I'm talking about right above the amiibos, Tyler. That's, you know it.
1: That's heartbreaking, but that's also <laughs> understandable. Uh, yes, uh, we were talking about it last week, but officially, it is now on the wall. The PlayStation Vita has now been command stripped into a nice display case and stuck on the wall to be hopefully sitting there uh, until all eternity. Like, it's so bad that provided uh, it sticks to the frame properly, I'm okay with moving out of this house and leaving it there. Like, it becomes a <laughs> set piece. Like, if you remove it, it becomes a curse. And then I mean, all it's of a, a good,
0: sudden, the house's uh, you know, value skyrockets to three, three $3.8 million because this one relic left behind by the previous owners. Yeah, okay, owners.
1: okay. <laughs> and meanwhile, the uh, landlords are going to try to sell it like a you know, $70,000, $80,000 home. trying to sell it off for $15,000. It's like, somebody die here? And it's like, no, there's a there's a PS Vita nailed on the wall, and we can't remove it out of the West. Humanity the
0: shall ground. crumble. Civilizations shall topple. But when the aliens finally descend upon us, all they will find is that Vita command stripped into that frame on that wall.
1: And it's very nice because it's the first model, so it has the top-notch OLED you know, HD screen that you know came with the original Vita, where they kind of downgraded the uh, screen later on. So they will see the hype of technology. <laughs> They'll see, uh, for a lack of better term for it, because uh, OLED uh, in particular is very nice for uh, making uh, what I call true darkness. Or you know, just really a true black, but uh beyond that, I guess the final thing is uh, I'm trying to prep up for Kingdom Hearts next month or next not next month, I wish next month, about next year, uh, two years uh two three I'm uh, sorry, I don't know really few, it. two it's three months, yeah, yes, and next year, January, and uh we talked about this before, I tried playing Kingdom Hearts, it didn't quite work out uh, the way I wanted it to because I realized it was boring as all hell. But at the same time, I still want to understand the storyline because I'm 100% on board with playing Kingdom Hearts 3. So right. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm going to give a sweet plug to them called Got It Memorized? Where uh, two people are playing or otherwise watching through Kingdom Hearts from the beginning all the way to the end, trying to understand what the hell is going on and trying to explain away the inconsistencies, which they have right. a fun time doing sometimes. And so... uh I'm glad that they're not doing what I won't and play or watch this game and then explain to me what happens so I understand the story beats while at the same time they're trash talking to the left and right and I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> like, I'm green to myself, you know, 2.30 in the morning in my truck, driving in the middle of nowhere. It's like, well,
0: You got to get the knowledge in, and you also have to find a better, digestible way to get it in. So, it sounds like you found you struck gold with that podcast.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, if I got four hours of free time every day at the most, and I don't want to spend it watching a game I don't want, ever want to play, it's like, I might as well just listen to it and enjoy it through a right. proper medium. So, yeah, Got It Memorized, great podcast for catching up on Kingdom Hearts stuff. That's pretty much on my end. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into the video? Uh,
0: no, I've been waiting to talk about the video games, actually.
1: Oh, I know you have. Yeah. So let's talk about what we've been playing. Let's talk about Destiny.
0: Uh, not been playing much Destiny. This week, there was a lot to do. There was uh, it was week three of uh, Riven's Curse in the Dreaming City, so the curse was at, was at its strongest. That means the Shattered Throne dungeon is available this week. I would have attempted it by the time this comes out with some friends to get it done. It is a 590 required power level dungeon, so it is quite challenging, and it rewards an exotic weapon after you do it two or three times with a few other steps. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one. Iron Banner was in town for another week. Uh, really challenging this time around because it was just filled with sweat lords from top to bottom. Full six stacks. I've been going up against six, six stacks for for most of it. But I got all my stuff done because all the bounties give powerful rewards. Um,
1: what is a six six stack? Uh,
0: okay, uh, uh, six stack is um, a six-man fire team. So the, mm. the PvP, uh, the Crucible is uh, 6v6. So I guess six... to me, I
1: would call that as a full clan team of sorts. It doesn't yeah, have to yeah. be a clan, but...
0: Yeah, so it became it became an easy shorthand term. I think I started using it in Overwatch, and so oh, like oh, they've got a three stack on their team, so it's a you know, uh, a three three man team going we're fighting against or on our team, right? A bunch
1: of randos typically, uh, hopefully, anyways. You would
0: you, you would hope, but generally people in a stack in, in a game like Overwatch, you can't get a stack uh, with randoms. But generally in a game like Destiny, they are usually people who know each other and. And it can go either two ways. There's always two extremes. If it's, uh, if it's a full stack, um, they're, they're trying really hard. And they're using all the cheeses that they can. And a full stack is a full six-man. And so that's one one possible full stack. The other possible full stack is they're using meme weapons. Weapons that don't have a place in the meta and they're just trying to have fun.
1: Like Tractor.
0: No, Tractor yeah. Cannon. Tractor Cannon is not a meme weapon. Tractor okay. Cannon is a meta weapon. Of I course. use a Tractor Cannon. I hate yeah, myself. I know. I know. I, you know what? I don't hate myself. I'm going to put it out there. I'm fucking disgusting that. for using Tractor Cannon.
1: I saw it, it man. So you got like fun. five, six kills in a row just it, going up to the
0: boot. It is boom. the worst boom. gun in the... No, it's not the worst gun in the game. It is, it is up there in the rankings, but it is a lot of fun to use. So I've been... Uh, and, and this week, there's been uh, double and triple Valor gains. Uh, and one of the weapons uh, quest... There's a quest for a weapon, and that re- uh, requires you to reset your Valor rank five times. So yes. that's a Quick Pay rank. Um, I just reset my fourth. I just had my fourth reset, so I'm working on my fifth reset. And so, by the time this comes out, I should have my fifth reset, uh, making full advantage of the triple gains by getting into you know a group with my friends and just getting on a five win streak and keeping that up. Um, and so that leaves me. And this is this is the question that I'm sure is coming. That leaves me, I think, at five ninety eight.
1: Okay. So my my joke song that I'll probably never get aired about 596 will not come to fruition. Because I said <laughs> 596 and I was like, it'll be perfect. But I was like, shut
0: the fuck up. 596 is fantastic, dude. Congratulations. I didn't get it. We talked? talking you didn't about? didn't get it? No, I'm talking oh, about yeah, you.
1: Oh, when yeah. No, your... How Please, the hell man. would I
0: get the 596? <laughs> I don't know.
1: What are you at? I have not. I, I know I wrote it here. I have not touched Destiny one bit this week.
0: Yikes. No, I understand that.
1: No, it's yikes because I could have at least put an hour or so in some days. There's been a couple of days where it's just not feasible. Like the amount of free time that I had, like uh, for example, on Friday, was probably enough for me to get to uh, the tower, the collected dailies, with how long that freaking loading screen would take. But uh, unfortunately, I did not get to play any Destiny this week. Uh, I, uh, I supplemented it with something else. Something else that we all...
0: Can I, no I, I, I take a gander at what that might be? Ah, uh, you can take a goose at it. Yes. Uh is it possibly a a Pokemon replica, but in a in a in a cube-like world?
1: Uh it is a voxel shape of sorts, but only in strictly spherical, not spherical. Sorry, cubical uh, formats. Right. Right.
0: Uh what is when, it, is it Pixelmon?
1: It it might it might be Pixelmon. Ah, uh, okay. okay. So hear me out. Okay. I only got about maybe four or five hours of gaming the, uh, due this week, unfortunately. And yes, I spent every fucking moment on the Pixelmon, like the monster I was. Because I'm very happy to say that I have uh, breeded the ultimate uh, Dratini team. Not a team, but like I'm able to breed perfect uh, Dratinis now. And so right. that is my uh, very unstable form of uh, income. And I realized that uh, that's not going to last forever. I'm going to get sick of that. And that's what's going to get me to quit. And I can finally be done with Pixelmon. Mm -hmm. However, uh, the next project I wanted to do is, well, I mean, this whole thing is, you know, if I wanted to play Pokemon, I'm going to want to build a team. And who else to smoke but my best friend, who, without fail, I mean, he'll do good. But eventually, we'll be on even grounds. But then I'll take it one step further and start perfect Eevee training and all that stuff and right, then i'll right. blow him out of the water and then he proceeds to never play it again and so i just need that one time to play against him problem is though he has not built a team at all he just built a small gym and so while i've been trying to make money to buy the pokemon i want uh i.e scissor i now have a scyther ready and uh he is sorry she is beautiful i can't wait to use her to mess him up Hmm. But uh, in the meantime, I've been spending my time, like, hatching eggs and all that, uh, waiting for the perfect opportunity for a Pokemon to appear on the GTS uh, to build a gym, which uh, currently is right now a 64 block by 64, uh, just okay. this giant s cube, like, bigger than my house, and probably my house, Amanda's house, Brandon's house, and probably uh, the, you know, uh, mod-level house combined. Like, it is a big-ass
0: cube. Are you talking and about, it, wait, wait, so you're talking about... 64 by 64 yes okay that's so, that's a big
1: cube. like uh in comparison to the Lego block i don't know specifically but each block is uh about i would say about two three feet high okay. so we're talking i'm sorry you don't know feet uh
0: no we it, use feet oh do you yeah you, you guys don't use meters no like i understand feet because i'm like five foot ten so okay I, uh,
1: it, I know feet you're speaking the devil's tongue if you're
0: in canada dude are you okay no people use for like height actually don't they use centimeters i think they use centimeters out here i grew up using feet so i'm just used to it okay cool bless you You you're the secret so okay so two three feet so it's like two or three subway sandwiches put together 12 inches i know this (laughs) this is this is the stuff i
1: know so i have a 200 foot high structure frame that i'm filling in the walls it's taken a very long time my original plan was to do the inside wall uh, stone and then uh, one outside layer glass and then fill the entire in between, which is one block uh, with lava. So I was going to have this giant glass case filled with lava floating in the sky for all to see. And then I got yelled at by a mod saying, hey, you can't do that because that's a lot of lava. Please don't do that. Uh, yeah, I can't stop you, but please don't do that. And it's like, OK, I'll, I mean, I'll start.
0: I mean, what happened? Like, why not?
1: Uh, he he cited two reasons the first one is i have anti-griefing on it so nobody can touch it unless i logged off for more than 60 days after that anybody could bust this giant lava cube and then let lava pour to the ground below which is purely ocean so that idea was out the second one is anybody in the area that loaded in the chunk that is this giant lava cube that runs less than like I don't know. two gigabytes of ram Megabytes. would instantly have their computer freeze up just by being near my house and so first one is it's not a big deal i have lob pouring around my house anyways and if it pours in the water it's just going to turn into cobblestone not a big deal second one is get good scrub if you want to face my like, gym you need at least four
0: gigabytes of ram all it sounds like is is that he's somebody who's uh, jealous that he didn't think of it first <laughs> and so you're well, gonna load it next time, and then you're gonna see him building his own lava-filled gym, and you're gonna be like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Well, the 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 topic
1: started with a guy asking if he can get a bucket of milk from a milk tank, and it, that brings up an interesting you know, concept. And the answer is, I think uh the, somebody said yes. I was like, okay, you know, I humored it. I was like, wait, maybe Pixelmon there is an easy way for him to get lava. So I asked him. I was like, what's the best way to get a lava? Uh, You know do I should I get a bunch of <laughs> pools or something like that? And like uh, Yeah, then you know just gotta find pools like, like shame because I, I really wanted to milk a, a cami rupt or something like that Like just slap an old bucket under the old mama camera and start pumping up lava
0: you Gotta but, milk a slugma uh, or my cargo.
1: Yes uh, Very dangerous, but very profitable. And so I was like I I need uh four stacks of uh lava which a stack is 64 so okay. When mods see somebody on a public server where lava's enabled, saying that he needs 240 or 230 blocks worth of lava, red flags apparently came up to them. They're like, uh, what do you need that for? I was like, oh, I was just asking for a friend. And then they immediately teleport to <laughs> me to see me build this giant death cube. Which, basically, I'm trying to make this giant cube look cool outside, and it, looks, it lights up in the night. Problem is, though, I built so high up, that anybody that isn't on max settings can even see it, anyways. So it won't load it in. Hence, they—if it doesn't load in, the lava animation won't affect them. So the only way it's going to mess with them is if they, you know, intended to be there by teleporting to me. I would just only, do it. Which the only people that do it, you know, they're going to teleport to me that can with uh with my permission would probably you know be Amanda and my best friend Brandon. Right. And so they they all swarm in saying, "Oh no, you can't do that." And I'm like, that's weird. It's not in the rules. And they're like, well, no, it's not in the rules, but it's a bad <laughs> idea. Like, they started giving me that pep talk, and I'm like, I'll strongly consider it. Right, I mean, man. it's like, can you guys give me a bunch of glowstone? No, we can't just give you something. Then I got to rummage it myself. And, you know, lava's cheaper than glowstone, as it turns out. So that's been my plan. I'm going to make a giant cube to make a huge uh It's not going to be a gym because they officially have gyms in there where you can challenge... You know, gym leaders try to get badges. They're no, but players. it should
0: be—it should be a showdown arena. And so you go into the cube, and there's like a floating platform. and oh. you,
1: you bet your ass! I'm—I'm I'm gonna have a large, you know, stand-up kind of like uh, Giovanni's gym, where it's gonna be a raised platform over here. One one player throws his Pokemon across this giant battlefield, and the other one's gonna do it. And I'm gonna have like cool art, like maybe out of wool, like pixel art of like Scizor on one side, and maybe like a roaring uh, Dragonite or something like that. Speaking of which, I gave my wife a Dratini because I love her and she loves Dratinis. And it turns out I gave her the smallest possible size, (laughs) uh, microscopic. Now, I got myself a fairly large size uh, Dratini. Uh, It's the second highest. I would venture to say it's about 25 feet tall. Uh, Hers, being microscopic, she had a Dragon Knight that's less than two feet tall. (laughs) It's just bewildering to see it. Like It looked like a pet dog that was a Dragon Knight. Ah, uh, but yes, that, that's that been my update. I'm an official Dratini breeder. I'm building a giant death cube to battle my friends that is now under red light watch of the mods <laughs> to make sure I'm not going to try to destroy the server. And uh, that's pretty much uh, it on my end. But there was one other game that we need to talk about. Uh, so, Nick, last time I talked with you, and I know the circumstances now because we explained it, uh right. the last the next big game that you're planning on getting and playing was octopath traveler now right. has that been put onto the the side for now
0: uh yeah purely because of uh, financial reasons the moment i found out that i could borrow breath of the wild for free for three days and then renew it up to three times for three more days i'm like well this makes a lot more sense let me just get this and it works out because the switch actually saves um uh game data locally not oh, on yeah, the cartridge right. And so, yeah, so like I can just, uh, you know, if I ever need to, if I'm going through like a busy spell, I can just return this and then borrow it back whenever to complete it whenever I want,
1: right? It's fantastic, um, and it's so like even if you don't want to borrow what, let's say some reason had it land in your lap for some reason, you can, you know, you can pop in a new one and it doesn't like say, oh, this doesn't register with the idea. Oh, yeah, of the other. No, yeah so eventually, just,
0: if I do end up getting like a Breath of the Wild copy of my own, I can just pick off where I left off, you know.
1: And I just want to sidestep and uh, say it on the record, just so uh, Nick, who might be listening to this, uh, my best friend Nick, your, your close yeah, friend, yeah. Uh, he did send you Splatoon. Uh He did not give me a tracking number as I was hoping. So uh, be on the It'll lookout. It'll be a nice
0: surprise. Whenever it comes, it comes.
1: If it comes, uh, if it doesn't come, it happens. I mean, will they eventually leave a sticker?
0: Maybe sometime. Might. So no, this should uh, it should if it's in the case, it should fit straight in my mailbox. So okay. I yeah. think
1: it might actually be smaller than the case. I think he might have just put the fucking cartridge in a And so if it's bag. a
0: small uh, envelope, or if they fold it, it should fit right in my mailbox.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. Perfect. So, uh, Nick did send you that. of love his heart. Uh, he sent you yeah. Splatoon 2. Uh, thank you, Nick. I do appreciate thank it. Thank you. I
0: appreciate it, too.
1: And uh, we can hopefully drag you into the tragic story of Spl- uh, Splatoon 2 and turn you into a sweaty ink lord or something like that.
0: Let's see what happens.
1: I know, right? So, however... Octopath Traveler to the side Splatoon 2 yeah. to, to the side we have talked we agreed you now have or at least are borrowing a copy of the Legend of Zelda yeah. Breath of the Wild now this was co- a complete surprise to me I didn't realize you were playing this until I think yesterday
0: and- Yeah, because I only got it on uh, Thursday or Friday I can't remember when I got it Nick, you can tell I me in
1: a day it. and I'll believe you, you know that, right? You could tell me uh, tomorrow, and I was like, oh you know, sure.
0: No, I'm I'm trying to backtrack for my own like uh, um, you know memory recollection, keep track okay. of it. I didn't I haven't had it for too long. Um so a couple of things. Yes. I need the pro controller, I really do. Yes, you do. Um that a- that little sliding controller that comes with the switch the is Joy-Con is, grip, they call it is, is handy, but it sucks. it's it's like joy cons
1: by themselves they feel great especially in multiplayer sense but when it comes to a nice single player game like you're playing right now you understand you're pretty much saying
0: okay let me let me put it this way if if you've never had experience or you you don't have you've never spent a lot of time with a regular controller it probably wouldn't matter to you but because i have like to some extent, it wouldn't matter as much as it it's matters. Pretty to me small.
1: Right now. I got giant ham hands, dude.
0: Oh no, sure. But so what I'm saying is, I've spent thousands of hours on my Xbox 360 controller and my Xbox One controller. So because I have that, that you know, contact memory, that that experience with the controller that's that
1: shape. Your fingers, when you close your hand, naturally <laughs> look like they grip around a controller.
0: <laughs> no, see, so yeah, no, I have that. I have that grip. So, oh, yeah. that, I know the that feeling, Joy, I got the Joy-Con is weird especially cuz of the shape, but it, it's it's okay. Um it's um it is what it is for now. Um the other thing that I noticed uh watching somebody play Breath of the Wild on stream and then actually playing it are two different experiences. It oh, is a, it is a beautiful game. I wasn't expecting it the the just everything about it is 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 amazing like i i'm i was honestly taken aback the first hour i played through it when i was seeing the way the grass moves the way the environment moves the way the uh when you hit the end of a shrine and he does a thing and goes boop and then it just disappears and you see like the little blue needles come into the screen it was fantastic um and so i'm i'm scared because it sucked me and same with octopath the the only reason i didn't get sucked into octopath was because i didn't i couldn't buy it (laughs) And, but here I have a copy that I can hold for up to 12 days. And all I want to do is just roam around and look for everything. Um, I got to the stables and they're like, and little two kids who give you the tutorial about horses. They're like, oh, you got to do this to get, you know, tame a wild horse, whatever. They're like, get a spotted one because those are easier, but the solid color ones are harder. I'm like, I want a solid one. Bitch, what you mean? I went (laughs) found a solid one, tamed it within two minutes. Got it.
1: So I got a couple of questions for you. Sure. Uh, you said you watched uh, a lot of streaming of this. About how much of the game would you say that you've seen? Like, uh, in terms of hours, percentage... I guess percentage is pretty hard. I would say, how many hours of streaming did you actually, like, intentively watch uh, Breath of the Wild play?
0: I would say about... I think a good round figure would be somewhere around 20 hours. Okay. I, I don't want to downplay too much. it probably It is probably less than that, but it's not insurmountably, like, more than that. So uh, 20 hours sounds about right. Um, And I've watched... Some main story plays, uh like main game like main quest gameplay. So I've seen some of the divine beasts being uh like the puzzles being solved. I've seen uh like the final boss fight with uh Calamity Ganon. Um so, and I'm not too worried about that. I really just want to explore. Like I want to like go and find out everything. Um I do yeah. have a
1: second question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh what have you seen in the game of you by you playing uh that you were surprised by because you did not either either you didn't see it in streaming or you have seen it in the stream but you realized it had a completely different concept to you what was completely surprising for you
0: um honestly the fact I, it's not complicated it's just new or it's a little different dodging is a little different are you talking uh,
1: about doing the uh the timed flurry strikes kind of thing
0: no not about the flurry, uh, flurry strikes but Actually, like, so one thing that tripped me up—it could be that I just don't know how to do it—but you have to hold. I think that it's ZL. So I'm just gonna call it L two. ZL. You have to hold. Uh, L two to like lock on. Okay, sure. And but then you have to hit it again to change targets. Hmm. Right. You can't do it another way. Like you can't use the right stick to change targets. Um, as I... as a like a, that's like a, general targeting system like how that would work so like you'll hit the target uh thing and then you'll hit the or you'll move the right stick accordingly to sort of like uh switch targets
1: uh so i feel like there is a way but it could just be you know complicated where i i think if you do like the right thumbstick it only changes to way you look uh if you focus like away from the target completely and look on someone i think it might auto lock but i'm not 100 sure Right.
0: so there's uh, that and then just there was no like dodge you had to like lock onto something and then jump and that was your dodge but there was no like default dodge from the get-go so when like navigating environments with um you know boulders rolling down the mountainside or whatever is is just different um what else uh it, the, the button placements were a little bit weird uh where you have by default b for running which is which i'm used to for pokemon but mm-hmm. uh y at the top for jumping which is strange now, uh, ha- have you ever played a Zelda game before this? No. This is my first Zelda game.
1: So this is the first game that they have actually introduced the, a button dedicated to jumping. Ever. Okay. Link has, I mean, unless you have an item called Rock Feather, which appeared in a couple of games as an actual item to give you the ability to jump. No shit. Uh, this is the first game where you could push a button and Link could jump. Right. And people are dumbfounded by that because Link has never been able to jump unless uh, you jump by running af- you know, off an edge. then Link would auto-jump, but Link has never been able to jump before. And uh, it would have been nice that they could have pushed a button where Link could have, like, jump or tumbled to the side, like willy-nilly, like, versus, you know, targeting someone first. But, you know, them's the brakes. I mean, technically, you can dodge someone without targeting by running in a random direction and pressing A to roll. I mean, I'm not sure if that would be something you'd want, though. You can roll? Oh, maybe I'm just thinking of of an old game. Yeah, I guess I am. It's been a while since I played Breath of the Wild. I guess you can't even roll in this game, can you?
0: Well, I guess I'll find out later on. But yeah, no. So okay, that makes sense. If there was never jumping in the game before, so sprint usually is bound to L, uh, the left stick. So pushing in the left stick. Okay. In in most like in most games that I've played that I have experience with on a controller, uh, sprint is bound to the you know pressing in the left stick. And then so you'd have that bottom button X, um, A or B. In this case, with all the three different controllers, would be jump and then uh the uh, the one on the left which is in this game for attack sure um that works fine and then and so it's just it's just different from the button mappings that i'm used to compared to what it is um and so these are all the technical stuff um otherwise it's it's uh, the system the game systems are pretty intuitive uh you have environmental factors and so your clothing and the food that you cook and eat uh counters those things um, the crouching, the noise detection. That was a really cool feature. I thought where you had the little, uh, uh, little audio level detector and the little yep. meter that was really cool. Um, uh, you suggested that I put the game in uh, Japanese audio, which thank God for that because I hate dubbed, uh, like anime, like Japanese, like I hate dubbed audio. It just always, for the most part sounds terrible
1: again. Uh, first time that they introduced like full on, well, not full on, but more voice acting than three words. Like, uh, in the original, like, uh, Ocarina of Time, they had, you know, simply Navi going, hey, listen, and that was heavily compressed, and it was bad, but then uh, the only other time beyond that that they actually said legit words was in Wind Waker, and that's Link saying, come on, and right. then after that, it's just been oh, either laughing that, yeah. or chuckling and whatnot, but, uh, no, this is the first time they, had, like, tried to do full-on sentences, but, right. of course, they... I don't want to trash talk the english voice actors for this but uh they leave something to be heavily desired uh like like i said i actually know like the names behind these voice actors and i don't like the idea of trash talking them because you know they did their best and maybe uh you know they just needed some more practice or they needed more time with the nintendo rushed them i don't know i don't know the circumstances but uh by far the japanese voice actors make it seem a lot nicer because a they could be the worst voice actors in the world but as long as they're making noises that sound like moon runes then (laughs) good enough for me right
2: yeah
0: yeah um uh, graphics are amazing gameplay is uh, I'm, i'm still getting the hang of it um combats not i don't know how i feel about the combat yet that's the only thing it's not the worst it's not the greatest yet but this is me in mostly like exploration mode right now
1: i was gonna say no offense to you but like the first 10 hours it doesn't really feel like combat versus trying to keep away from them as much as you can and try to cheese kill them as often as you can
0: i mean i'll do that when there's like a big group of them and i see a nice little explosive barrel there and i know it's gonna chain and then i'll pull out a bomb arrow or a fire arrow and do that Mm -hmm. but otherwise i just run straight at everything i had the hardest fight like right off the bat against two of the like the swimming lizard people that have armor on oh, them off yes oh they were difficult because they're fast and like the the dodging time was different compared to the uh uh Boko Blins, i think they're yes. called yeah. Blins or Boko yeah.
1: Blins. You call them whatever you want
0: um yeah no i i just like that i i like i like that i could tame a horse that was pretty cool and then i give it apples and then you to know, pet it and then you know, <laughs> fall in love with me and then we're gonna do
1: you settle it up and everything
0: Yeah, registered it. Everything's done. And I called. I called him Roach. Roach. Okay.
1: Uh, Now the only video game reference I know for Roach is Roach from Heavenly Sword, which is a ninja theory game for the PS3. So you're gonna have to humor me. Uh, Why did you call him Roach? Uh,
0: Because the horse in Witcher Three is Roach.
1: Wait, and and The Witcher Three is Roach.
0: Yes. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, Geralt, Geralt has had plenty of horses, and every all of his horses has been named Roach, and oh. all of them have been loyal to to a fault.
1: Okay, I was going to say that uh, yeah. that's actually kind of uh, uh, desensitizing, I guess. Like, oh, you're going to be the next Roach. It's like it's not a name; it's a legacy. You're going to be my horse. <laughs> Look at my horse. This horse is yeah. amazing. So, uh, have you decided which? Uh, I was going to say which gym. Uh, sorry, Pixelmon. Uh, what what dungeon or divine beast uh do you think you're going to be heading for which area do you think you're going to do first because right now i believe you told me you're venturing into the second area which i believe is the area with uh Kakerical and Hatino village
0: yes yes so that's that's the that's the place that i'm at um the names are going to take a while to grow on me it's okay um, i met the i met the old lady and she's like um i'll only tell you Zelda's words if you're really sure and then come back and let me know if you're really sure and then you sort of like stand there run around in a little circle and they're like okay I'm really sure and she's like uh, find the divine beast or like free the divine beast I mean the, the whole like the, you know the king already told us that oh these divine beasts are taking over whatever, whatever. I'm like well I, so you, I, I probably am going to have to release them right so that's probably what's gonna happen and i know i've seen the gameplay of it and i know that when you free each divine beast you get uh, a different power for each i don't yes. know what they do yet except for the for the bird and that just gives you like a whoop like you just go uh, all the way up
1: yes uh just give you uh i believe you can use it'll give you like uh three uses before it goes on cooldown yeah and yeah it gives you a nice boost so if you're into exploration that probably be the one you would want to aim for first Like each one uh, has a different focus. Uh, I would say Ravalis is exploration. Uh, The volcano one is for protection. Uh, The water one, which you know is probably the one that most people do first, is more for uh, survivability. Right. And then the last one, which is the desert, would be strictly offensive. Right. So I mean, it it really suits your taste to how you want to do it. I always did the offensive one or the desert one last, but. You can do any what you want, baby.
0: So I'm gonna my focus is to get the master sword as soon as possible. Because that's that's been my that's been my goal because Yeah, because I'm like, well, you know, I've never played a Zelda game. I feel like I should have the Master Sword immediately. I, I don't know if that's skewed logic, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I'm like this. This makes sense. It would make sense if I had a weapon that I knew I could always rely on. I, I do know that um, against like regular enemies, it does go on cooldown after a little bit of time, and then you'd still have to have a stockpile of other weapons. But like worst case, I'll have this weapon fall back on. That is true. That is true. And so I know I have to get up to thirteen hearts. And I think I confirmed with you. Um, I confirmed that with you earlier. And so yes. it it falls in line because I have to explore.
1: Technically speaking, that means you uh, only have to do forty shrines if you yep. don't want to do any dungeons or whatnot. And uh, if you accidentally accidentally uh, put anything in stamina and you want to switch it out, there is a way that you can switch between hearts and stamina, just so you know. And uh, if you ever want to figure that out and you don't want to Google it or whatnot, you can ask me and I'll let you know. But I figured I'll just let you know that you're not screwed over if you're that in big of a rush to get to the Master Sword.
0: No, I put one, uh, I put my first four into stamina and I, I'm i gonna keep it there because it helps me just in general. And I might switch it up, I might put maybe two more into stamina and so, like, just force my not force myself, but I'll have to do more shrines regardless because I'm, I'm the kind of person who likes to be absolutely overpowered for the final. Like, oh, yeah. Like, like and, I just wanna, like, breeze through everything.
1: And, uh, for the boss fight in particular, obviously, hearts is more important than stamina, but mm-hmm. I mean, that might actually not be true because of uh, spin attack capabilities. A uh, couple of things. Once you get the Master Sword, you don't have to have 13 hearts anymore. And uh, I told you what I said about you can mix between the stamina and uh, hearts. I, I think what I personally did is I got the 13 hearts, and then I started like beefing up my stamina like crazy so I could explore right. a lot better. Because exploring and stamina go hand in hand, as it turns out, compared to the hearts. Like, uh, as long as you don't encounter a Silver Bacoblin on a Warthog or anything like that, and he doesn't see you, you you could run around three hearts if you really wanted to. But uh, at the same time, if you see a giant mountain face and you see a shrine at the very uh, top uh, and you need to climb that mountain face, well, uh, sometimes... I mean, you could cook a lot of food to give you stamina back if you want to, but at the same time, it's like if you cook a completely refilling stamina and you only have one wheel versus two, it's like you're wasting food at that point. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, there's different values to everything. Uh, have you decided, like, what uh, divine beast you might want to look for or go for first?
0: No, I, I haven't even thought that far yet. I just want um,
1: to... You, you want to go for the shrines right now?
0: Yeah, I just want to, like, see what happens along the way, yeah.
1: Okay. And if you see... Uh, I'm trying to remember what it's called, but there are certain shrines where it's, like, a, a modest test in strength. If you ever find something, I believe it's called a major test in strength, just run, please. Don't hurt yourself. This is There's only suffering to be
0: had. Are they the ones where you keep going down and down and down and down? And then you have like resting periods in between? Or are those different? Are those trials? Uh,
1: that that sounds like a savage labyrinth of sorts. But a major test of strength essentially is uh, you, you go into the shrine and it's just a giant square with a very, very hard, difficult to uh, beat uh, mini guardian thing. Right. And, uh, like, the Minor and Modest, you should be able to handle at your level, but uh, the Major ones, like, I guess to put it in perspective, I think a Modest has 500 health, and a Major has 3,000, and okay. it has three different uh, types of weapons, typically, and it's it, it's meant to the break you. I would say after the Master Sword, if you got 13 hearts, you should have a good shot, but uh, I say it's not good because, A, you would burn out every single weapon you had just trying to beat this motherfucker. And B, uh, if you did that and still lost, uh, I would be gritting my teeth. I did it. I did it once. And then I was like, I'm not touching these until <laughs> uh, you know, when I'm sweeping up the uh, the shrines. And then after that, you know, it wasn't too bad. But uh, that's just a personal opinion. Yeah. And also, uh, if you're ever fighting a guy that won't die in five hits, picking a large two-handed weapon where you can do a spin attack is fantastic for doing the most damage. But that's just personal preference. Uh, have you considered uh, or have you probably don't have any of the dlc packs right
0: no uh i I, i'd want to finish the first uh the game base story before i can get do that okay um and i'm like that with the you know even with the witcher um i didn't touch any of the dlcs until i finished the base story first
1: and i 100 percent understand i just want to give you a heads up the first dlc pack is okay you see a couple of cool things like uh majora's mask or whatnot uh majora's mask i like in particular especially during hero mode because uh, upon wearing it enemies uh most enemies will not attack you unless you strike them first right and uh but dlc pack 2 i would 100% recommend if you get as far as uh, defeating the uh four divine beast or you know whatever the equivalent is for that because uh, it focuses on the backstory of each of the champions, and then it introduces uh, the
0: Ballad of Heroes. Was it called
1: the Ballad of Champions? Yes, Ballad of Champions. Yeah, and uh, it introduces a cool concept that will lead to what hell of an additional storyline bit. And so, if you do play and you get that far, one hundred percent. I don't know how much it would cost just to get that DLC pack. I wouldn't recommend the season pack anymore, but that that particular DLC made it so worth it.
2: Okay,
1: but. We'll talk about more about Zelda Lair. Oh, Lair. Uh, that was a hell of a Lair, actually. So, <laughs> we are on to the modular segment.
0: Yes, I'm excited uh, for this one.
1: This is, uh, we're going to pick a different segment. This is the uh, Tyler Spanks Nickel uh, Challenge. And uh, I'm going to spank him really hard. Really, really hard. This is a nice spiked wooden paddle. Actually, sorry, that was the, the B, uh, BDSM one. My my, my, my bad. Uh, so, not,
0: that's not this week, Tyler.
1: I know, sorry. That, that's for the bonus content later. I'm gonna say He said a date. He didn't say who. I'm going to wear a nice <laughs> wig tonight. Mm. But, we're, uh, we're going to do uh, what is called the uh, Who Would Win Challenge, where we pick two video game characters of similar tiers and attributes and see who could beat each other in a battle. Now, uh, there's been a lot of you know discussion like that. There's been a lot of YouTube videos, you know, Cloud versus Link and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, sure, but you know who, who would pick on you know, these uh, these lesser known characters and pit them against each other? It's not like they're lesser known. Like for example, here we're gonna decide, Nick, who are you representing?
0: I am representing a Overwatch character hero, mm-hmm. uh, Tracer. Ooh, uh, Tracer recovery. is, I believe, the uh, mascot for Overwatch. Um, uh, Blizzard was uh, criticized for making uh, Tracer too sexualized in their first cover art. Or the first promotional images leaked, and so they she had, had to a victory pose around. that
1: was very questionable. Yes, and they kind of changed it
0: to a I I, more... I see it as people being overly sensitive, but that's just me.
1: I agree. Yeah. But uh, you know, she she did a pose that's more uh, you know, V for victory. Just, kind of honestly, th- it
0: was just it was just as as suggestive. If that's the, <laughs> if that's the argument that people are making, the next pose up was just as suggestive.
1: I think the argument was uh one was uh demeaning where the other one was more empowering, where you know, but I don't remember what they look like. So yes, uh you're gonna represent Overwatch's Tracer, the speedster Calvary yep. from what I thought was Australia, but in fact Great Britain. Whoopsie. Uh I myself, I needed to find someone that could match her speed and then some and see if I could use that to overtake her. I chose Sega's classic, the finger waggling speedster the blue blur i am choosing sonic the hedgehog to go against tracer to see who would win
0: now and this works out because i really don't know much about sonic except for the fact that he has a counterpart named knuckles counterpart partner anti hero i'm not really sure
1: uh knuckles the the echidna. uh I would say that his uh, his nemesis slash rival would I mean technically it was for that game would probably be more like uh, Shadow the Hedgehog right. you know, the dark emo version of him. Oh so then,
0: no, I was thinking of Shadow. Okay, so I know more than one character there. So okay, okay, Shadow so you... <laughs> oh, there's not... also Tails and then there's uh, the Robot Egg Doctor Evil guy.
1: Yes, the robot known as Doctor Egg Doctor Evil guy. Yes, yeah, uh, that guy. I believe in English uh, they they did they did the translation the Doctor Eggman, but yes, right but, him, uh, yeah. It's funny because I always knew him as Dr. Robotnik because that was his original name, Dr. Ivan Robotnik. And then Sonic started calling him Eggman, and then, you know, Eggman hated that but then eventually it was just they just call him Eggman now for me was like oh that's my name ha 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 he, he's got he's gone and got checked in and out of a mental institute so many times like I'm Eggman now I'm the Eggman ha, ha, ha. so yes yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog versus Tracer do you want to make an opening argument or do you want me to start my case here
0: um I should state argument. the rules too uh sure before we go into that I was thinking I'd give a little backstory on Tracer Of course, go right ahead. So Tracer's, uh, uh, Tracer, her name is Lena Oxton. She was, and this was during Overwatch's uh, active days. She was recruited into their experimental test flight program. um, And her call sign or, or, you know, her uh, call name was Tracer. Um, Until, and it was an experimental ship that uh, she was drafted into. um, And the ship just disappeared one day. Nobody knows, nobody knows what happened because it was a a ship, uh, I don't remember if it was a time jumping ship but whatever happened um caused her molecular structure to change and so she had chronal uh, dissociation um just uh, looking yeah chrono dissociation so she was uh, both Uh, within our current time but also not at the same time so she was you know you could put your hand through her and stuff like that she was here but not here and she'd disappear sometimes for days uh, weeks and then she'd come back and then one of uh overwatch's uh, original characters winston um uh, a super smart monkey oh sorry hey he is not a monkey he's a scientist you you are correct a scientist (laughs) he created the uh a device called what was it called the chronal accelerator and so that kept her anchored to like our present time. Hmm. And so her it's, it's not speed, it's actually time. So she can control her own time. And so she can move forward, move her place in time. She can move backward in time. And, and so that's. I'm going to pass it on to you now. Please tell me a little bit about Sonic the Hedgehog. So Sonic the
1: Hedgehog, uh, he first came out in a game that uh, was in 1991 called the self-titular Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, he did come from a little inhabitants of a world called South Island, uh, where he was happily living amongst the forest with a bunch of little, uh, animals, bunnies and whatnot. When, uh, the evil, evil Dr. Ivo Robotnik, AKA I'm the Eggman decided to, you know, steal all the emeralds uh, or he was trying to get all the emeralds and in doing so he needed to build a army of robotic, uh, creatures using the animals. Uh obviously Sonic is a uh pacifist, aka he loves murdering anybody that tries to, you know, create <laughs> war. And so uh he chased after Dr. Robotnik uh and defeated him. Now the the game design focused more on a uh curvy feature versus the square uh style at the time, such as uh more Mario-based. If you think about it, everything was square-shaped. Whereas uh, Sonic and Sega, uh, in particular, wanted to do something more curvy, show that everything was more flowed or fluid and moving. Uh, Sonic himself is a character of uh, his main ability is of course speed. He can run fast. He can go fast. Uh, It was at one point portrayed that in order for him to go fast, he had to ball up into a ball and then start charging up to go fast. Uh, Has been since been retconned that he can simply run fast. Right now. Being his main ability, he uh, can go up to, under normal circumstances, about 760 miles per hour, which is considered the speed of sound. However, it's been...
0: 760, I'm sorry, 760 miles an hour is 1,223 kilometers an hour.
1: And that is uh, strictly by running without boosters or anything like that. However, there's been a couple of games where he's been able to go even faster than that. Uh, approximately, I believe eight times that speed. There's also been a point where he's gotten an item called light speed boots, where for a small instance allows him to go to the speed of light. However, in this argument, I will be saying that he has his regular boots because that would right. be fucking atrocious. <laughs> so he, his main speed, without having to push himself, will be the speed of sound that Tracer will have to face. Okay, Sonic the Hedgehog in most games has the same ability and muscle structure of that of Shadow the Hedgehog who they both agree to have uh, superhuman strength, equal that of uh, a little bit higher than Captain America, are able to pick up a full-size bus unoccupied and throw it. So okay. he has the, uh, the strength of uh, approximately uh, 10 to 50 ton, depending on uh, you know, uh, if, his, his, if he's going to be a mama bear or if he's just trying to toss something around. He does have the ability to turn invincible for the split of a second. Now, uh, they argue that in the game design, they did this uh, for the invincibility's sake, where if he gets hit by a uh, uh, damaging, he would turn invincible for a split second as the rings pop out of him. However, there's been a couple of games where apparently he is able to do a parry attack where he can create a special barrier around him to turn himself invincible for that split second. Right. Uh, in this instance, I'm not going to argue that because uh, that seems kind of convoluted and kind of cheap in the situation like this. Uh, I'm going to make my argument mostly on his ability to outmaneuver not only Tracer, but her cognitive senses. She is not going to be able to keep up with him, and he's going to be able to do things she wished she could do. Right. So, that is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the Blue Blur. Uh, He does have a bunch of companions that appear later on the series. Uh, This will be a one-on-one fight between Sonic the Hedgehog and Tracer, uh, and the rules in this case, it's going to be a standard Overwatch urban style map. Uh, you can pick whatever map you want. Then I'll forget every you know distinguishable feature about <laughs> it. Uh, winning includes uh, a knockout or elimination. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, if one of them, uh, if you can convince uh, one of the other uh, to give up or submit or a forced removal from the arena, such as you know, if Tracer can flick uh, Sonic in the forehead and instantly teleport him into the sun or something like that, I would say that'd be a force removal. Also, <laughs> that'd be one crispy hedgehog. So, would you like to make your first opening case?
0: Uh, no, I'm going to defer to you, sir. Okay. I do have a
1: couple of questions about Tracer because I do okay. not research Tracer as much. You said uh, the accelerator, which I believe is the large gear that is on her chest, right? That gives her yes. the ability to slow slash stop time giving her the concept of being speedy yes okay how fast uh or how long can she do this ability and uh, what what is the uh what do you think is the proper speed speed that she gets by doing this in her blink ability
0: um so the in terms of cooldown in the games um I believe it's you, you get it once uh, you have up. you start with three blinks okay. and they take about four seconds to come back um, and then your recall ability is on a 10 second cooldown and it takes you three seconds back into the past or in mm. terms of physical position. So I don't know how that translates into a um, quote unquote real life situation. So there, there are plenty in the other Overwatch animation shorts. It seems that she can use her blink as many times as she wants but I've not actually seen her use her recall, or I could be wrong or I could be forgetting something, but it seems like her blinks are pretty much unlimited. And now in terms of speed, that I think in this case comes down to her cognitive abilities. Now,
1: do you think she can outspeed the speed of sound? Do you think she can do whatever the thousand billion kilometers or 760 miles per hour? Do you think she can outmaneuver that? Because the speed of sound, I mean, you've seen a like a 70 mile per hour car, you know, a tenth of that speed is fairly fast or 120 kilometers, whatever the heck you want to call. And just to double that in like a space car, that's pretty fast to react to. Now, Tracer does have the ability to, you know, she's very accurate. She's very smart. She's quick thinking. But I don't think she can do something such as dodge a blue blur that is going well over ten times the speed of a normal, you know, highway car. Now, so, good.
0: To to uh, not to counter anything, but to continue that argument, um, if we were to talk about it in a drag race style, I, I believe she might be able to beat the speed of sound in a in a large distance, but By not mass, in a short like, of
1: distance. Like superpower blinking, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, like just constantly, because you have to think about it as tele- patient, uh, teleportation rather than movement. Right. So because she's able to teleport and it's instantaneous in a, in, a, in, a, in a longer distance, I believe she could beat the speed of sound. But in a short distance is no. Now, fighting somebody who's already charged up to the speed of sound, unless she has the reflexes of a god and can cognitively acknowledge that something is flying at her at the speed of sound, it would be a hard fight.
1: Now, this would be in an urban area and Sonic has been able to show that he can turn corners literally on a dime so right. he could come out like last second and just bash into her and if not he could just keep moving and just keep whirling around like it's a crazy maze right now i'm wondering if tracer had like a rough idea even if it was just a, a split second because you know split seconds is possibility under extreme duress uh if she could stop time does she and say uh the animation can she stop time and instead of just charging straight forward like move to the side or otherwise put herself in a more advantageous position than just dashing forward?
0: Um, so just to, just to reiterate, um, it doesn't allow, so she can't stop time. It gives her the ability to control her own time. Okay. So she's able to, it would be hard to explain because there's also not a lot of lore backing this up, Mm. but because she can stop her own time, she can put herself wherever she needs to be. Now. Again, I uh, like I said, it comes down to pure cognitive function, whether she's able, her mind and her body are able to keep up with the decision making. So like, if she can see Sonic flying at her at the speed of sound, and then react in time, make a conscious decision to blink away, and if she can keep that up, I think she could run circles around Sonic, but in terms of defeating sonic in terms of power i don't know what would happen
1: so let's say hypothetically i wonder how fast she, if she could consistently blink uh let's say in this overwatch map she would have a pretty good idea knowing where everything was at so if we were to go by your animation rules to where she could blink as many damn times as she pleased she you know if she went on the offensive she could just as easily just blink and jump anywhere as fast as sonic could in such a way that, you know, as long as she kept it random or whatnot, Sonic would have a hell of a time trying to catch up to her or, you know, find a way to route her off. Now, I'm concerned. Does she, her, what, what is, what's her main arsenal right now? Because obviously she's not punching Sonic, where Sonic would just try to ram or jump on her to her.
0: No, she's got a pair of uh, pistols that now, how, put out about 40 rounds
1: each. Uh, how fast, uh, like, how many rounds per second or minute can these things shoot? Because they can shoot pretty fast, can't they?
0: 20 shots per second.
1: Okay, so that is incredibly fast, first off. Uh, If she were able to get that anywhere in Sonic's direction, like you put Sonic in a straight alleyway, and I don't know why I'm trying to argue on your behalf, because, you know, (laughs) screw you. But if Sonic was in a straight alleyway 20 uh, times per second, that would still be a rough uh, challenge for uh, Sonic to do, because Eggman likes to shoot his bullets and his lasers, but not
0: nearly as fast as that you yeah know, but they it, don't do a lot of damage they're only about if we're going by overwatch damage numbers they're only it's only about 1.5 to 6 per shot uh okay. and so it's not like a large amount of damage she does have a pulse bomb that she uses in the games yes, and, do, ability. and they do about 300 damage if stuck or by proximity uh, so it can go anywhere from five to 300 so if you're further away from it and if it's on the ground it'll do only about five and that's okay. the lower limit. But then when you're stuck or, like, right on top of it, it'll do 300. Uh, I So my cup here... I, I, I'm not even, like, fighting for at this point. It's no, it's okay. How would at,
1: Tracer beat Sonic in your eyes? What do you think could, uh, she could do?
0: She would have to avoid taking any direct damage. So in the animated shorts... Um, there there was one instance where she took some damage from uh widowmaker actually on the two different ones she took damage from widowmaker the sniper character in overwatch um and in one of them it knocked out her chronal accelerator so that that was it for that was game over for her. she couldn't blink she couldn't use any of her abilities she had to go and get fixed up by winston and in the other one it took a little bit of damage and needed some time to reboot hmm. so she has to avoid getting hit at all costs because so, it's not invincible
1: uh, you, what you're trying to say which you know god forbid you play into my hands uh sonic would just simply instead of trying to ram or anything he would just have to come close enough and fast enough to either uh damage the accelerator on her chest or otherwise you know try to remove it or do something like that to uh pretty much put her out of the fight
0: pretty much and then at that point she won't be able to control her own time she might dissipate for you know a few days few hours a few weeks at a time then come back and then they would have to reattach the chronal accelerator again um so that's one possible way sonic would win um Sonic
1: typically is cocky and arrogant. Do you think uh, she could somehow be cunning enough to uh, outsmart him into his own uh, confidence there? Or is she more of the outgoing kind of person? She wouldn't uh, try to go to such means.
0: She's uh, she's a mix of both, from what I've seen. But Overwatch generally operates as teams. And so she was always uh, the recon unit, the flanker unit. The sort of like go and distract them, we'll push in from this side, kind of person. Uh, you know, so I don't know how she would fare on her own in a fight against somebody who's a lot stronger and who's a lot faster. Well, he's not stronger per se, you
1: uh, like uh,
0: I mean, superhuman strength enough to lift a bus on his own,
1: yes. But that's like if he's standing on the ground, lifting up in the air, he, he, I believe he's only weighing like maybe 30 or 40 pounds. Now, granted, a bullet usually travels like a standard uh, 22 or a nine mil bullet would go around that same speed, a little bit less. And so you're being hit by a bullet (laughs) that is, uh, you know, uh, a pile of fur and water, (laughs) but it's still at least like a foot and a half wide. So I guess being hit by an extra large cannonball could be a little just, you know, distressful. Or uh, not distressful, it'd be stressful. Uh, However, I guess uh, if she could consistently dodge not by timing his, uh, his coming in, but simply just, you know, doing it as often as she can while keeping her bearings. She would have to figure out if he follows a pattern of some sort using his speed. And then maybe, I feel like the only way she'd, she'd be able to win at this point is to stick him with that sticky bomb. that'd take him out to
0: spit smithereens.
1: So how could you beat Sonic? Because Sonic is the t- isn't the type of person to kill. He would uh, disable you in some shape or form or beat you in some way. But he's not against the idea of winning or defeating his opponents in a race. So I feel like if Tracer were to challenge him to a speed race and Sonic were to accept, uh, the guess I guess the big question is, would she be morally willing to challenge him to a race, but then at the right opportune moment, use the sticky bomb to take him out of the picture?
0: no because um one of her life mottos and i have it here is uh not life mottos but uh in the in the game's lore is that overwatch gets uh you know dissolved eventually and tracer on her own acts as an independent like sort of quote unquote rogue agent where she she c- continues to you know write wrong things across the globe and you know uh fight for uh for uh, uh the people against you know forces of evil or whatever so if she if there was a way to make things fun and not end in like bloodshed or necessarily violence i think she would partake in that Uh, she was um, a big fan of one of the omnic spiritual leaders so the omnics are a race of sentient robots in the overwatch universe and uh, humanity and omnics are at war with each other and there are a few pacifist uh, spiritual leaders in the omnic uh, communities trying to make peace with the humans Um, and so she was a big fan of one of them before he was assassinated and so she liked to follow his um, teachings so i believe in that scenario uh, she wouldn't stick him she just challenged a good old-fashioned race and if she lost she lost I see
1: okay then uh if you want to wrap it up there this is based off of what I could find if it was a competitive or a life-threatening battle to the death which uh is unlike either of the characters so it does not seem like it'd be a real thing now Tracer does shoot and she does kill like she she has guns and you know, so, son-
0: uh, her guns overwatch was used mainly to fight the Omnic uprising so sure she was killing uh i'm not gonna i'm not about to start a whole so, are you about start to start
1: the says... debate of detroit become human again Jeez. she was she are was protecting
0: real? humans versus um angry sentient robots okay that's what that's what her ac- literal actions were Okay, so in this case,
1: if they were to fight to the death, which seems unlikely because they're both uh, morally good people, uh, I feel like Sonic would win. uh, I feel like Sonic would win too. Because if all he has to do, because his main weakness is his inability to swim. So I don't know if there's any water worlds or water sections in uh, Overwatch that you could use where it's not a kiddie pool. But other than that, Sonic can even traverse across water in some some games he as long as he's long quite can...
0: fast enough, right, yeah, yeah, and
1: so really, the only advantage you could have is either set a booby trap because sonic he's strictly melee, he has to come in for the kill, and tracer she's mostly ranged, and even if she were to get hit as long as it didn't like damage her accelerator or not she could simply go back in time a few seconds, you know and take the hit and walk it back and uh I wonder, it's a shame that uh, controlling her own time isn't the same as controlling everybody's time. Because if she knew what was going to happen, just had the dial it back three seconds. No, if she could control
0: time, all she doesn't have all she has to do is just like, pause, go, stick him on the forehead, walk away a little bit, get to safe, uh, safe distance, unpause, and then... Get, like, Could she technically do that? No.
1: Okay. Because it's weird, because you say control her own time, does that just in terms of like function and damage of place there because i guess no it does make sense because to us it'll appear as speed because she's controlling strictly her own time versus because it shows her kind of like moving super fast for a second versus just booping right and i do believe tracer uh she she it's not considered a blink because if she walks over a trap for example widowmaker's uh poison trap or uh what what what's the name of the uh junk rats uh like uh bear trap thing yeah she still steps on it she doesn't like you know tell to some extent
0: depends on what point in her blanket is if it's towards the end or the start then yes but if it's in the middle i think she has some in- uh, immunity in- invulnerability
1: but sonic if uh sonic is not in danger or he doesn't have to fight anybody in danger to where uh you know where he doesn't have to fight to the death uh and tracer wanted to settle this through a race and she knew that he was fast and whatnot I feel like it would be settled that way. Sonic is not the kind of person to play dirty in any shape or form. Right, right. He's always been fair about integrity, about that. And I feel like Tracer might be pretty much the same. Where uh, it would just turn into a very heated race around this entire map, or until one of them tuckers out. Like uh, I wonder, can the acce- is there a limit for the accelerator? Would the accelerator ever burn out? No idea. We have no uh, definition no to suggest idea. that sonic no. for the most part you know it showed you know we've seen sonic you know in like cartoons and huff and puff after a while but for the most part we've seen sonic like run for a very very long time at max speed and it would just take a. I don't know uh it would be a i think it would be a fair fight but i think it'd be a very boring nascar fight uh it would
2: yeah, just so if we're talking about
0: so cool. interesting um overwatch uh characters versus sonic it'd be may versus sonic because may could just freeze him Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that
2: would be a
1: hell of a challenge. And even if she didn't want to freeze him, she could freeze the ground and just make it even more difficult. For
0: that, him. So, so going by in-game mechanics? Um, she can't Enix? freeze the
1: ground technically, but... You
0: know, no, so, yeah, so all she has to do is lure him into a room, close off the room with an ice wall, launch a blizzard, blizzard trap in there, and then use her alternate fire to stick ice spikes into his head until he died.
1: Would do you think May would have the heart to do something like that? Because technically, no, she wouldn't.
0: No, she's a world say, traveler, be, a peaceful person. He would be
1: technically be incapacitated at that point. Yeah. Would, she, would she have to execute him? Okay, that's so what most May players do. But anyways, uh, this will be kind of boring for the people. But we're we're gonna call it a draw for that, with the uh, possibility of Sonic winning if it was like Eggman and uh Doomfist both have guns to their best friends' heads or something like that, and saying you know. Only one of you can survive. The other must, you know, lose their friend or something like that. Then I can see it, you know, turning bad. But I, I don't see it like that. I guess we'd have to find two people that have, you know, the interest in defeating each other for a particular reason. Yeah, right. that that is my bad. I just thought, you know, it'd be cool because they're both fast. But anyways, let's, uh, let's bring into the tots. Uh, I know I we took a little bit longer than usual working on that, yep. and you got a hot date. Uh, well, how much okay, time? Man, how, how much time do we got the work with?
0: Got about thirty minutes. I'm good. Okay.
1: then uh the topic of the show that i put together is uh because there's been a lot of uh talk about uh game companies you know it's been like this i think the first post about it was actually a life journal post or something like that in 2004 about people being forced to crunch a lot of time in a week uh, as a video game developer and uh of course sure shit with red dead redemption coming out very soon uh somebody might have mentioned oh we, we were working 100 hour weeks for this and then of course uh rockstar snuck up behind the guy with the knife and said you might want to clarify that a little <laughs> bit better son and he was like not literal 100 hour weeks you know LOL. and so uh, my topic was uh should there be forced unionization for all contractors and personnel of the video game industry now i know that sounds like a, like oh well that escalated a little quickly there right. Jeez. But it's been a hell of a topic with uh, some people in terms of whether or not they should be protected, whether or not they want to be, because there's been a lot of like, especially with voice actors in particular. Uh, voice actors for the video game industry have been getting really screwed over in a lot of sense compared to their movie, or cartoon, or acting counterparts. Like, uh, the biggest example is Nolan North, who, you know, everybody knows him for Nathan Drake uh, amongst many other things uh, from the Uncharted series uh, and a bunch of other games. Uh, he's one of the most well-known video game uh, actors. Voice he's also actors. the voice
0: of, you know, your ghost in Destiny 2.
1: And also the motherfucking ghost in Destiny 2. <laughs> he gets paid like a very small fraction to say a voice actor who, you know, would be doing freaking South Park or something like that. Right, right. It's up, It's upsetting. And it's not fair for them. But if they go into a union, but it's not a force to like everybody has to go into a union. Then it's suddenly it's like those union workers that want more better pay that they're entitled to. Or in this case, uh, all the developers then that means the company could just hire non unionized people or otherwise just get seasonal people and just do mass layoffs every single time. Now, I guess uh, I'm going to reiterate the question to you. Uh, reiterate. There we go. Reiterate, Re- yeah. Do you think there should be unions forced upon the developers to ensure equality, whether or not they like it or not?
0: So big disclaimer, um, two disclaimers, actually. I was sure. thinking about this last night before I fell asleep. Um, I have very little knowledge of North American labor, labor laws. So this is all speculation before, before anybody starts adding me and be like, you don't know shit. And I'm like, yeah, of course I don't know shit. I'm telling you right now that I don't know shit. Second disclaimer, I grew up in a country where unions were forbidden. Like they were illegal to have unions. Oh, shit. Right. So, um, so, so yeah. So th- these could be very biased. Um, I am, I am going to say, w- when we talked about uh, Telltale Games a couple of weeks ago, um, and they like 250 people got laid off with no forewarning whatsoever, and the labor laws of that state where they were in uh, clearly stated that if there was any upcoming changes or mass layoffs, people have to be warned, and severances have to be paid accordingly. The company violated the state's laws and now they're going to be hit with a class action lawsuit anytime soon and it's going to cost them even more than they thought it was going to cost them. Oh um, no,
1: they to save money that they already, you know, cheated out of their developers by cutting them early.
0: Um it's it you you see a lot of cases and th- this meme goes around a lot but it has some truth to it where I can pay you an exposure when you're talking to an artist. That's <laughs> Bullshit. initially I if you're
1: make this art piece for free i initially know, it, if it should be
0: an honor <laughs> if you're starting out in an industry uh, especially in an industry like with 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 art. Um, initially you want, I'm not saying you should go out and do things for free, but you have to create some reputation. So you go out and do things for free or like very highly subsidized prices, build some report, build some, you know, brand, build a brand name, build some recognition, reputation, then you start charging people and everybody for the work that they do deserves to be compensated appropriately. Um, and so I believe that if there is a thing to, to speak on part of the people, to make sure that they're getting they're treated properly they're in proper work conditions they're compensated appropriately the benefits are appropriate for the kind of work they're doing and for the hours they're putting in then i'm all for that because there are a lot of companies that will screw the people over by misleading them into signing contracts by making them think it's something that it's not
1: so not necessarily a union but it could be a union but maybe even a federally run program that's headed by the government to oversee it
0: see that Maybe, but something something that holds people accountable because for me to this for, in this particular case with with rockstar i feel it's more of a, a combination of miss like very poor management and also increasing pressures from uh the publishers and the developers themselves they're the ones who overhype the game to the point where it's like well shit we gave them we gave them a date we might not be able to stick to the date but you know now we kind of have to go all in so we're gonna force everybody for our mistakes to work overtime
1: which is ironic uh over uh, for example here uh kojima kojima wanted to build a five-year project with melgar solid five I'm, I'm pulling these numbers out of my ass so don't hold me accountable but hypothetically uh konami only wanted to put him on a two two and a half year budget meaning he had to rush a bunch of stuff he had to cut a bunch of budgets and the end result was Metal Gear Solid 5 is only about 60 to 70% done. Like there's a main storyline that is technically a storyline that is called Act 1 and I think he wanted three acts but he ended up having to cut Act 2 almost in half and kind of right. said, you know, as soon as you get the halfway point it's like, "Hey, that's actually the end of the story. We're done here. Good job. Show's over." And now that Kojima's by himself, he has his own time limits and all that stuff because he's the big boss now but the problem is with that he's overhyped the damn thing talking about this death stranding game that even the people he's working with is starting to put pressure on him against his own game like he didn't right. realize that by hyping his own game up people like hey uh we, we got to do this in timely fashion so i can see my dividends out of this too right as it turns out he's been borrowing money and if right. you if you don't own the money you, uh, you, you still have to listen to people. As it turns out,
0: yeah, no, it's it's all about the stakeholders, and I can understand that to a certain aspect. But I think publishers don't. Honestly, I don't think publishers understand what it takes to make a video game. Honestly, I I really don't think they really know what kind of work oh, goes I, into. I,
1: I think they do. It's just uh, they so also it's either, know it's that either they, they do,
0: and they don't care. Yes. or they don't, and they don't care. And so you have, and so they, do, and then you have the high-ranking developers. Who maybe don't necessarily know how to properly negotiate like, all right, look, this is the time frame we can give you if everybody works solid eight hours every day and no more than that. right And then you'll have the one individual here and there who who's not f- at all not at all forced to come in overtime, stay overtime, but purely enjoys what he does and so he puts in a little bit more effort and you have a few individuals like that. But otherwise you have people coming in regularly within a given time frame, eight hours a day, uh, you know five days a week. And developers, I guess, are just not good enough in pushing that expectation to publishers, like the high-ranking developers, mind you.
1: And it uh, wouldn't—I mean, it would be a big deal. Obviously, uh, the whole hundred-hour week. Sorry, my cat is getting really close to my power strip, and I got really sweaty for a second. <laughs> like, uh, it would—it would be a big deal if they're doing a hundred hours a week. But it would be a bigger deal if it's doing a hundred hours a week and they're on a salary for forty hours, because uh, two things in my head is. Uh, One thing I am very worried about when it comes to a business is when they say, Oh, when you work with us, we're like a family, right? Because there's a couple of problems with this. The first one is, uh, as a family, the, the company then is wanting you to put in more for the family because you're a part of the team. Uh, we, we would do the same for you, but the moment something goes awry, like for you through the company, the company is like, Oh, we got to protect ourselves. Yeah, and it's a double standard because a family company, you know, if you treat it like family, that doesn't protect you from state laws, or the state laws doesn't protect you from you know misfortune with the company. If you bend your ass over for the company and then you get screwed over in the end, there's no state law that says, "Hey, uh, the company has to keep you and treat you just as nice as a family as you did for them." Obviously, there's you know there's money and revenue laws, like right. uh, for example the state uh, suit that's going on right now. But there's nothing stopping you know the the company from screwing you over. Almost said Nintendo. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is, uh, and I I don't remember the exact numbers. I was trying to look it up real quick, but I couldn't find it. Uh, I do remember that there was a kind of survey out there right now, or that where somebody looked at each of the company's budgets for AAA games. And something along the lines of sixty uh, percent of the budget goes strictly into advertising. Yep, which uh, is a huge amount. Like if we're talking like you know a two hundred million dollar game that went to investment, that means whew, like over a hundred like you know ten hundred and twenty million of this uh, money that could have you know we're talking like a development team of two hundred in this example one hundred and twenty million. That means hypothetically about. 3 million per person is going into budgeting. Now, why they couldn't cut that down to say 55% or 50% and then boost up the like, uh, instead of making them, you know, 55,000 a year, if they're lucky, bump it up to say 100,000 a year and just, you know, let that go around for a couple of million, that's, you know, two, three million that could really make developers get pretty wealthy. And it's like, at that point, if I was making 100,000 a year versus 55,
0: I do fucking hundred hour weeks. Yeah, because some week of the publishers the, don't uh, care. The moments. They just, it's, you know, they're, they're going to do whatever makes the most money. And the return on advertising probably gives them a greater, uh, you know, return on investment. Um, again, mind you, I'm talking out of my ass. I have no context for anything. I don't know what the situation is specifically at rockstar. Uh, you know, I just want to make that clear because I have no insider information. Um, but no, it's like, it's, 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 I treat advertising, or at least the way I think of advertising, is very similar to, you know, that saying all bark but no bite, right? So you can use advertising to hype up a game as much as you want, and then when the end product is shit, the people who actually made the money, the publishers, on hyping up the game to the point where everybody bought it are the ones laughing at the end of the day because they don't care if the game got negative reviews. They don't care if everybody hates the game. All they care about is the fat paycheck they're cutting themselves because the advertising worked, people bought the game, and now they have the money. It's... uh.
1: Very unfortunate truth now like stuff like that kind of backlash for example no man's sky or you know there wasn't really so much a publisher as much as the hype man that was sony uh and, and, and it was
0: it was more it was misinformation it wasn't about like overhyped sure, advertising.
1: Sure. I, i'm dragging was, the wrong uh, name into the mud no man's-
0: It was uh, No Man's Lie. Sorry, that was the um, I'm trying to think of a game I can't think of. uh, No, I can think of the perfect game, actually. Destiny 2 at launch was overhyped to the point they had a big event where they called out all these content creators last year and flew them down at, like, a private hangar somewhere in like on the West Coast. They had all these people play test the game. Everybody was hyped about it. Everybody didn't know what they were expecting. There were these new systems, all of this shit, and then it just went to shit, right? And worm, worm. Activision Blizzard were sitting happy with their fat checks.
1: Hell yeah, they were. But, uh, I mean, I personally, I do believe that they should be protected. Obviously, I kind of set it up as that way, and uh, I wish I could give an opposing view to play devil's advocate, but I uh, I can get pretty emotionally uh, invested on this. Uh, sometimes, you know, people, when they want to become a game developer, it's because it's something that they love to do. And obviously, uh, they can become, you know, an, an indie developer and, you know, establish their own brand, but right now, I, I think the chances of becoming a successful indie developer is probably just as bad as becoming successful video game podcast that is going to make <laughs> enough revenue to uh, quit their jobs.
2: Um, so, you no, know, I mean
0: it's it's Tyler. We spend you and I specifically, and we're not the only people in this world that do this. But we spend a lot of our time playing video games. Video games were a big part of both childhood or adult life, and so if there's something that can ensure that the people who put all of this work into our games into how much of our uh, you know what we spend our some so much of our time into to make yeah. sure that they're happy that they're getting properly treated properly compensated that they can take care of their family because these are people too uh, you know they, they they also have their own lives and their kids also have their own dreams it's just a full circle and that's why you know fuck telltale games the executives of who what? oh did man them. hot tank, fuck telltale games why is that nick the executives, because they put their comp- they put their people out on the streets.
1: Hell, uh, it stinks, because I want to be mad at the publishers, but I'm even more mad at the people that uh been wanting the game still. It's like...
0: Oh, no, fuck still- the people wanting the game, who thinking, oh, why don't you just do it for free? Well, whatever you're good at, Mr. Dentist, why don't you just clean everybody's teeth for free? Don't charge I mean, them a single dime.
1: If this is the USSR, this is a possible thing, but unfortunately, <laughs> uh, <laughs> communists lost, okay? Get over it. So, uh... But I also realized that those people are few and far be- in between. Because obviously, there's always going to be a couple of nuts in the you know, the whole bread stack. And that's a completely made up phrase because that didn't even make any sense.
0: It makes complete sense. They just don't fit in.
1: The- okay, yes. I don't even know what the <laughs> hell a bread stack is, though. Yeah, oh, bre- I'm sorry. Was- a stack of six people, but they're all bread. <laughs> Pretty much. They're, they're kind of crusty with their shooting, but they're all soft inside. They can't take the kill shot. <laughs> they always go for the body and they never aim for the head bunch of rookies anyways uh actually it makes me wish i played graviton i I can still do the graviton lance and crucible why don't i just do that get me back in the game it's still a very good
0: gun in the it's, it's still a very good gun i know i i just need to
1: play it again man but uh let's wrap it up over there on that end uh some games that are coming out this week uh all three of them in this case but we do have one big game coming out this week uh let's see today Uh, The date is the 22nd of October, 2018. Uh, Coming out uh, this week is Just Dance. And I just want to strongly reiterate, it's 2019. Coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, which I think this is uh, the first game that has not come out for the Nintendo Wii since uh, the Wii came out. So uh, that's a good step. Uh, That is the 23rd. The 26th, there are going to be two games coming out. First one is My Hero 1's Justice, coming out for PS4 and Switch. I've not heard of it. I'm sure Nick is Okay, good. We can skip that over. And then, of course, the super big one that we're kind of mentioning with Rockstar, Red Dead Redemption 2, coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. Sorry, Switch, coming out this upcoming Friday. So if that's uh, your Just thing,
0: quickly, have you ever played uh, Red Dead Redemption, Tyler?
1: I have not played Red Dead Redemption or Red Dead Revolver
0: okay yeah i'm it's i'm not into Western, so i never had any interest so uh
1: i actually um, unless there's gonna be a wild example that catches me off guard i had no major interest in any rockstar games uh the closest thing i had to playing a rockstar game is i played the campaign of grand theft auto 5 and i played that because uh best friend nick uh bought it on the ps4 and then he had me share and play it when he was done with it and it was okay but every time my wife came home, she kind of looked at me with disgust and she's like, Oh, you're playing that. And you I've ever never played Bully, I've never played Bully, I've heard of it, I looked at it. But uh, Rockstar games for the most part kind of come with a sense of uh, you need to be a little bit of a sadist, and I can <laughs> be at times, but at the same time, it's like
0: I understand that
1: like uh, their morals are so far below, and I'm not going to do the holy, than the thou thing, it's just. I don't know, the games to make them uncomfortable in a way. Like, yeah. uh, but each his own. Each his own. Uh, it feels like Red Dead Redemption is going to be more of a gray area. So there's, you know, there's, there's a possibility there. That's right. uh However, in this game or this day in gaming, uh, coming out in 2015, this day is Fatal Frame, made in Blackwater, which is technically Fatal Frame Five. Now, have you heard of a Fatal Frame game?
0: Uh, I'm going to save you some time, Taylor. I've n- I've not heard of a lot of these, and I've not played all of them. Okay.
1: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, okay. So, Fatal Frame, the one I know, came out uh, for the PS2. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was the second one. I watched uh, Market Player play it. Basically, you defeat uh, enemies, which are usually ghosts, by taking pictures of them with the camera, and the film is like ammo. And I was like, that okay. is cool, but you're using a thumbstick. What happens if you moved, say, a gamepad and went around it aims with it like that? And I was like, the Wii U would be great for that. And then it came out for the Wii U it's like hooray imagine that and so I discovered this in like 2017 I was like okay it's got to be dirt cheap by now because the Wii U is officially dead like it's better than Al Capone and uh, well there's there's a problem Uh, they released it digital only for the Wii U and to that day and still to this day it's $60 it's like Um, I'm not playing $60 for a game that got like a four out of ten rating so uh, i've not okay. been able to play that game to test it i'm sure it's a terrible game but whatever uh coming out for xbox one and 360 in 2014 the legend of Korra by platinum games now we know platinum games for all sorts of good stuff uh for example near automata my favorite game uh alongside scale the cancels game by microsoft and you can name off you can name off legitimately good games but uh the Legend of Korra I listed because it had an interesting thing. I think it came out on Steam first, but uh, the Legend of Korra had such good hype material coming up for it, but then it turned out to be such a mediocre to lackluster game that people turned on it fairly quickly.
0: IGN gave it a 4.2.
1: Out of 5? Oh, ten. Oh, 10. Okay. That's like, huh? <laughs> Are we talking uh, about Legend of Korra Fatal Frame? Because I feel like they both got the same score. <laughs>
0: Legend of Korra came out um, one day before on every other platform, except So it came out on the 21st for Windows, PS3, and PS4, and mm-hmm. the 22nd for 316 Xbox One.
1: Hmm. It, it's so sad because I love Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. Mm-hmm. Same. Like, fucking great. And it, this is the first time that they did a Legend of Korra game, so people got hyped, and then it turned out to be that.
0: Ugh.
1: So Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Full Burst came out this day on the Xbox 360 and PS3 2013. So this would have been right around the time that uh, PS4 was making its big break. In fact, I thought it came out in 2012. I have no idea if uh, this was a backwards uh, you know, release game or what, but... Uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm is the actual name title, and Full Burst was kind of more like a, a game of the year whose extra DLC pack came in for it.
0: Right, so the uh, North American title is Ultimate Ninja Storm 3, and it came out in 2013 and March, okay. March 5th, yeah. Okay, so um, the
1: original came out about uh, seven months ago then. Yeah. Then so, it came out with the Full Burst version of this.
0: So I, I have played briefly a Ninja Storm game. Yeah, I think it was one of the more recent ones that might have come out in 2016 or 2017. Okay, I never really grew up with fighting games, so it was it was it was fun. It was it was cartoonish, arcadey
1: fun. It's not like a really fighting game so much as like, look what cool ability I can do! I Uh, I can turn into a log if you know. I get. I mean, it was also
0: fun because I am very much deeply invested in like the Naruto lore. (laughs) So, um, like, so I wait. Are you really? Yeah. No, I. I haven't watched it, but I've read the the comics, yeah.
1: Have you read the entire manga? I'm not saying that yeah. asking if you're a true fan. I'm just curious to see how far you got into it.
0: Yeah, no, I finished it and I'm up to date with uh boruto Next Generation as well. Oh
1: man, I need like uh you can't see it behind the chair. I got a little uh little figure of Naruto holding up a bowl of ramen. Maybe that's you at this point. I can have
0: you some <laughs> representation. No, I've done full-on like lore deep lore research on, on deep on lore
1: research on Naruto. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy, that is yeah,
0: that's what that I do some two AM Sunday on night. night.
1: uh coming out well not coming out came out in 2012 on anything you could possibly think of and its mother skylanders giant series 2 uh now i don't remember specifically when uh skylanders started to actually no they're still coming out to this day i'm thinking of disney infinite uh yeah
0: infinity 2.0
1: and uh coming out uh fallout new vegas in 2010 came out on steam today so uh happy eighth birthday Uh, actually would it be technically eighth it's eight years, but it would be its seventh birthday, right? No? No, never mind. It's... It, Christ
0: if I know, dude. I <laughs> mean... Eighth it, birthday. It, I think we'd go eight birthday. So 2010 okay, so, to 2011 to 12 to 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah, eighth birthday.
1: Holy shit, it's been eight years since uh, Fallout has released a properly new game. Yeah. <laughs> eight years.
0: Um, Have you ever played any of the Fallout games much?
1: Okay, so uh, the short answer is No, I have not. Okay, so what's the long answer, So, I've watched uh, the full story playthrough plus side quests and all that stuff three times over against my will. Okay. Uh, Basically, I was living with a roommate I was playing on my computer and he would uh, play Fallout 3. He played it, and we're talking like 50, 60 hours of a run and all that stuff. He did everything that he could possibly think of. And I sat there watching it and, you know, trying to ignore it and all that stuff, but it was there. Right. Then I watched my other best friend, like I went from Brandon the Nick, who did the same exact fucking thing. <laughs> and then my best friend, Brandon's friend, Connor, took the same copy as Brandon and then proceeded to do it a third time. Now, by the third time, I had cemented into my head that I fucking hate this game. And That's so, fair. because of that, when they tried to pass on the controller to me, I tried it for all of like maybe 15, 20 minutes. I said, nope, I know what happens. I hate myself. I'm right. not gonna touch it. I'd never touched the sense so yeah. I I couldn't get into it for some reason. Oh, I know why, but
2: oh, that's right, yeah. it's
1: like I could have loved pizza. You know, I do love pizza, but if I was a child and my parents like ripped open my jaw and shoved pepperoni in my mouth, I would eventually start to despise it, even if it was good. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I, hell, uh, I only played Skyrim out of the uh, Elder Scroll series. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Coming out, or it came out in 2001. We're going to jump really far back. Uh, Zoo Tycoon came out for the PC. So, uh, happy birthday to Zoo Tycoon. You are now 17. You are 16 going on 17. Look at you, Zoo Tycoon.
0: Dancing queen.
1: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And then uh, 1984, also for the PC. So, this game is oof 20 34 years old spitfire ace came out for the pc so uh that is it over on that end uh let's wrap this up because we are incredibly long in the tooth we managed to talk to each other to death because i introduced a idea that sonic should go against tracer great idea <laughs> me so next week it'll be about I had fun with years that though. because nick is what's that i had fun with that though did you
0: yeah because i, I like thinking about stuff like that
1: we got to find like two characters that like
0: just of the characters. So if we
1: find like we should pick like two villains or something like that next time people that want to um, mess each other up. Um, am trying to think we could do Riven versus Calamity Ganon.
0: No, that I'm would be kidding. too much. Just, no, that'd be too much. I, I, I didn't safely much of uh, sort through there. Yeah,
1: We can talk about it uh, later. Uh, yeah. So my stream schedule has been like indefinitely suspended until I can get my shit straight because I don't even have enough time to play games normally, let alone stream them. I could just be streaming uh, my Pixelmon addiction, but unless you like me slowly building a giant death cube together to piss off the mods, uh, it's going to be a really boring time. But hey, you know, each is zone. Plus, I'm usually naked in my underwear scratching my ass. But, you know, hey, if, if that's your kink, I don't kink Shane. This is the, uh, the kingdom uh if you do uh manage to find me or if you want to keep updated with me i'm on twitch.tv forward slash two times tyler i'm also on twitter at two times tyler all letters all one word however my more important person and the person who's more dedicated to streaming than i right now is nick nick where, where couldn't we find all your stuff
0: funnily enough my streaming schedule has also been kind of suspended no Um, i'll stream whenever i can nowadays rather than sticking to schedule just because school's been piling on and that takes priority um so i do have a stream plan for either oh wait no never mind just follow me on twitter and you'll figure out when i'm gonna go live Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LRWarrior11, and you can find my Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash LRWarrior11. My current schedule is set up for me to stream on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, but I haven't streamed in a few days now, and it's just school. me wanting to play other games just on my, like, Breath of the Wild. I can't stream Breath of the Wild due to technical reasons. Um, I just don't have the hardware, and also I just wanted to enjoy the game. So really, it's, um, you know, it'll go school, then my stuff first, and then stream. That's sort of like my priority list. Um, right. Sorry, sorry. podcast is right in there, like school, um, the podcast, and then my stuff, and then stream. Okay,
1: yeah. sure. Nick has a hot <laughs> date, and I got to play with two other you know, sweaty man children on Mario Party right after this, Sounds which, like also, which includes my wife, mind you, so, you know, <laughs> whatever, details. <laughs> I really, really want to say the thing I typed in on Discord, but it's like, I feel like... <sighs> You only
0: just got married, Tyler.
1: Are you ready for this,
0: Nick? Um, alright.
2: What are you gonna do when you get that itch?
1: Get that itch to stream on Twitch.
0: I'm gonna make make you my bitch. All my skills, all hack and click.
1: All glitch. My skills all hacking glitch. Like level five ninety six. Yet your skill set at zilch.
0: He's got, got me sweaty. sweaty. <laughs>
1: See, I man, can I can copy and paste and underline them each other at the same time because it'll be perfect. Man, anyway, my
0: humps was like a it was like an anthem when I was growing up. It was a straight banger growing
1: up. Oh, so okay, my see if i can't work that into something decent okay sorry for that little (laughs) trash fire i just created uh that is it we will see you guys next week you can find us
0: on twitter at casual at masterquestpod, or you can email us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com
1: yes thank you nick uh awesome partner Uh, you know it was a test as (laughs) a partner he has to keep up with everything and he's done a great job on the twitter he's the one now in charge of twitter he's been posting the good stuff and don't forget guys never never ever 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 don't forget the ever Never, ever. I, re- I keep messing it up. Never
0: gonna give you up. Never, Never gonna let you, you down. Never
1: gonna run around and desert Wait, no.
0: How's it go? Yeah. Is that how
1: it goes? Yeah. Uh, roll lyrics. Never gonna give you up. I love editing. Never gonna let That's you great. down.
0: Never gonna run around
1: and hurt you. And then it might be desert you Oh, okay. Desert sorry. You Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never going to run around and desert you. Never going to make you cry. Never going to say goodbye. Never going to tell a lie and hurt you. We've been
2: together
1: for so long. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, don't forget to never stop the grind. We'll see you guys next week. Holy crap, what's going on? Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.
0: Find more of our work by searching for Casual Master Quest on iTunes, Google Play, and other
1: podcast players. Check out what we'll be doing next week on Twitter at MasterQuestPod. Shh, 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 quiet. Now, here we are. We're looking at the magnificent Nikhil, and uh, he is eating what appears to be his, uh, his, his favorite type of prey. Uh, it, is, it is the morning hours for him, as he is nocturnal and does not sleep at all. During the day, or night—I don't remember. Whatever. See, it appears he has not only suffocated but cooked his prey. He's crunching the bones as we speak. That might be sinew, actually. You know, so this sinew of the—is that pork? Here we are, going live. We're going to be interviewing the predator himself, Nick. Nick, what are you?
0: What are you eating, sir? Um. I've got my favorite meal right here. It's um um my favorite meal right here is dead animal with um some baby fetuses. Ooh, yeah. Yes. But pre 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 like pre shell, pre like emergent from shell. Uh, are
1: you are we trying to argue life versus choice here? It's it doesn't no, just matter to, if I'll it's just trying to come It's like, a
0: long com- complicated way to say eggs.
1: I I oh I know. It's just <laughs> You really, it's like you realize, like, oh, if I say that, that might uh, I might upset some people. That's fine. They can,
0: they can at me on Twitter, uh, Twitter.com forward slash warrior 11 Fight me.
1: I still think, uh, I love how every, like, I don't know, I'd say about 45 minutes, I think up of a cool new podcast idea. The new one would be at me, bro. <laughs> say something controversial. See, I got this uh, recording right now because now it's proof of concept.
2: Hmm.
0: You can trademark that shit. Oh, yeah.
1: So, wait, it is 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You're eating breakfast? Brunch. Brunch. Oh, I pardon me.
0: Be, I think that would be the appropriate um, definition for it. And Brunch I don't is know. usually
1: like around noon. This is two hours past. So this is uh I don't know what you're
0: doing, Brunch, Tyler, but this is brunch at my house.
1: Or luffer, I guess. Oh, man, I got a hell of a scar there what I get for trying to shave with my wife's razor. A new one. Amanda, Why
0: would your you shave razors
1: with are poopy. I will buy you better razors for yourself.
0: They're not made for the face, Tyler.
1: I mean, no offense. I'm pretty sure, like, leg hair is like barbed wire compared to the shit that's on my face typically. So I should have had an easier time, but it apparently treated my skin like barbed wire and ripped it off.
0: Other way around, leg, leg skin is a lot tougher than facial skin would be, so it doesn't have to be as sensitive or smooth.
1: What are you trying to tell me now?
0: Sorry to say, but I have no
1: intention of shaving my legs for the next three months. Yeah, you go, girl. Oh. Like the power. Nick is applauding you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Winter is coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what we say it i'm not shaving my legs winter is coming (laughs) be prepared (laughs) no that's fine i'd do the same for my face honestly i've been debating whether or not to grow the full beard out again but like every it's those two three weeks where i'm 50 50 committed where i want to grow the beard but then it just looks like i have this filthy neck beard and i forgot to shave because i'll have like you know a half an inch of hair around the face but then i got this big ass luscious beard I, shouldn't, I can't, can't even see the Fucking luscious because Nick's there.
0: This is me being lazy. Like, honestly, if I wanted to, I could shave regularly, but I just really don't want to. So. Mm.
1: That's that part toast? of the reason why I'm going to be. What? Uh, d- uh, did I hear you cutting toast?
0: No, no. So, all I I'll hear is. You. I'll show you here. So, my pork chop. I got one side with a nice, really nice crust, and the other side not as much, and so it's really nice and crunchy on one side, really nice and juicy on the other.
1: Ooh. Oh. Now, is this you cooking it, or did you steal it from a neighbor?
0: Um, No, so I got the um, pork chops marinated from um, a grocery store just down the street from me, and yep. then I just cook it up. Yeah. Nice. Look
1: at you. Now, you didn't rush cooking that, right? Because I'm pretty sure pork is frowned upon as uh, undercooked.
0: Not so much. It can be like uh, steak to a certain extent, where a little bit of pink is not really for pork. Mm, it's not too bad, like a tiny bit of pink. I'm not talking about like. Wait, I
1: got to back up a second question. I'm... Chicken,
0: <laughs> chicken is the one you never want to have. It like
1: fish too, technically, but you know, obviously, there's some people that <laughs>
0: they fish. It depends on the kind of fish, uh, where it's from, and a method of like storage and preparation. So yeah, you well, can get away they... with raw fish.
1: They do it a weird way, where instead of cooking it to kill the bacteria, they like super deep freeze it for three days to kill off the bacteria, and then they mm-hmm. let it go room temperature. That mm-hmm. freaks me out, though. But pork, also backup question. I guess you're not really religious, but I thought you weren't. Uh, your does your your family doesn't typically touch pork, right?
0: So in Hinduism, um, I know it's beef
1: usually, yeah, right? Yeah. It, um, am I getting mixed up then?
0: A little bit. It's Islam where pork is. Um forbidden. With Hinduism, it's beef that's forbidden. Yeah. Um, and you have like the different tier systems. So at the highest tier in Hinduism, no uh, meat at all. And that's where my family is. That's what I grew up in. And then the further down you go, they allow meat, but as long as nobody touches beef, you're all good. And there are very few places in India that sort of have pork as their culture in terms of food, but it's not a very common uh, meat in India.
2: That's it's mostly like
0: chicken, um, chicken, lamb and seafood. If we're talking about the um, different kinds of meat that Indians use. Did <coughs> they know. My apologies. It's okay. This is how we learn when people ask questions and they're not afraid of asking them because they just don't know. It's when people start getting, like, afraid of asking and then they make it into, like, an offensive statement but not on purpose and one person gets offended and another person gets offended and then it's a shit show from there on. So we had,
1: because we, uh, sadly enough, our school was predominantly white uh, like, <clears throat> I'm, I'm talking, like, 95% white. That's how bad it is. And I'm sure it's like that at a lot of places. But for some reason, it was just weirdly white, even for us. Because usually it's, like, I don't know, 60, 30, 10 or something like that. And you know where I'm going with this. But <laughs> we had, I knew one person, actually two people that were uh, Indian. Literally Indian, not Man- Mando's pseudo Indian. Callin- I'm calling you a fake Indian.
2: we First Nation Nations.
1: Yes, sure. Anyways.
0: Not my fault, Columbus was a dumbass.
1: Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not and
1: wrong. the one person I hung out with uh, who happened to be Indian, he would not touch meat at all whatsoever. And mm-hmm. so I based it into my concept that, you know, that is how all of them, obviously, that was misconstrued, but. But I mean, apparently, it makes sense
0: because that's that was your exposure to that culture. Yeah, right? apparently, your... though
1: they're goddamn saints over there. If, mm-hmm. if if their Hinduism is such high level that they won't touch me.
0: Yeah, because the idea was that we we believe in um and and I could be very wrong. Big disclaimer: I have no idea about my own religion. But um, the uh, belief is that there is a circle of life and there is like a karma system, and so. Everything is connected and stuff like that. Buddhism is an offshoot of Hinduism, like old school Buddhism. Um, I'm almost done, so I can bring my mic closer. And so uh, the people at the top, and mind you, this was not based on the religion. This was a societal uh, system. The caste system was made by society. And so the idea is that the people at the top... Um, are the ones closest to gods and communicating with gods and they had to do all these certain things and they were the smartest and you know they were the scholars and then they had to go out and do all the prayers and all of this there were things that only they could do they were given privileges by the government they were basically like they were the they were the one percent, and the government would do would bend over and suck their dick for just about anything. Yeah, but and... this
1: guy was training to be like take over his father's motel, like a low budget thing. He wasn't going to become a pundit or whatever the hell they're called.
0: Oh yeah, no, I'm talking about like you know, um, two hundred years ago or so. Okay. Now Now, um, now I can't speak to how things have evolved. Um, I say but... two hundred years
1: ago, it was unfortunately mostly split between British and French control. So.
0: Oh yeah, no, no, that sucked. They came in and took all of our money and left. And then but then we couldn't let them leave without us because you know, now <laughs> there's such a big brown population in the UK as well. They're so like, well, I, you can't just leave us for two like, come and invade us for two hundred years and then leave us. I mean they pretty much did that. And then that we invited. went with them. We went with them and now they need a visa to come back into India.
1: So it's weird because like I learned about this I love how World War Two taught me a lot about like uh World War One uh with uh Winston Churchill, uh, specifically, uh, he was during that time of his upbringing and the politics. Uh, British con- uh, were like saying, "You know what? This isn't worth it. We need to start pulling out." And a lot of people are like, "We cannot give up." You know, c- properties of the British Empire, and it's like this is ridiculous. Uh, and I think specifically, he was actually against. Winston Churchill was against uh, giving up India. Because he uh, personally believed that if he left uh, British control out of India, uh, India would erupt into vicious violence due to the uh, huge amounts of uh, violence that was being caused between uh, Hindus and – was it – I don't think it was Buddhists. I think it might have been Muslims. Or they were just at each other's uh,
0: throats. Yeah, it was a violence they caused. So and, India and Pakistan used to be one country and yeah. then uh, the British were really good at employing the strategy of divide and conquer. So they came, uh, talk some shit into the years of the uh, uh, the Muslims, talk some shit into the years of the, you know, Hindus were like, oh, that guy said this, so oh, that guy said this, caused them to fight and then forced them to form their own country. Purely, so Pakistan didn't exist until the British came. And so they caused the whole drama and violence themselves. And they're like, yeah, well, look at these savages, they're fighting. But, you know, they caused it. And so you see...
1: And the this podcast also taught me that uh when Gandhi started doing his thing, I personally thought he was strictly a like a religious prophet leader type person, but he was 100 percent a uh political figure of sorts, obviously a very you know passive piece is the way to go kind of thing because uh you know Gandhi wanted to resolve everything peacefully, even when everybody wanted to murder each other, and it was interesting how that worked. And uh, as it turns out, uh, Winston Churchill's vote to uh, keep uh, India did not work. They left. And then I believe they said something along the lines of like 20 million uh, people in India died uh, subsequently, I guess would be the word, because of the bloodshed that occurred over people fighting for the vacuum in power, which sucks, sucks. Sorry, I don't mean to... Tell you my my little history of what i know about Oh no that's a lot
0: more than i know like i can tell you absolutely nothing all i know is that winston churchill was right to an extent we are so beyond like if you ask any any person you know above the age of 50 who's still a very strong proponent of the whole india versus pakistan mentality and you ask them why you're fighting they wouldn't be able to tell you
1: i think uh his other argument was uh Back in the 1930s, I believe this is was during, uh, or maybe it was the mid 20s. Uh, he saw the uh, the caste system when he was serving there, where it, you know went all the way down to the untouchables that you know their only purpose in life was to take out the rich people's trash, and he realized that if uh, they had such a social system to where they could simply outcast a group of people just because of their birth. He he was arguing that it was no better than slavery at that point between their own people, and he w- didn't think without British control that it, you know it would get anywhere. I mean, yeah, it's, I, it's, I don't it's... know what it's like modern day.
0: Um, just I, I couldn't tell you what it's like modern day, but I I, I know of stories where if you ever to get touched by an untouchable, you'd have to go travel like hundreds of miles because you're american to like a holy river and bathe yourself before you can go back home to like cleanse your spirit or some some bullshit the caste system was a social and cultural construct it was not a religious construct no it was it's fucked up no we deserve to some to a large part if we're talking about karma we deserve like a lot of what we've done to like whatever's happening now to indians they deserve it (laughs) because it's 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 very much like the american political system whatever you guys are getting you deserve it same with India. victim blaming by Nick. Uh,
1: I, I love how every time I say your full name, instead of saying that how you asked me to pronounce it, Nickel. Yeah. I always say Nickel.
0: Yeah, because of the H in there, it throws people off. It
1: does I mean is it technically Nickel and Nickel?
0: It. See, I. So it's Nickel.
1: Is your H like in Cool Whip? Is it silent?
0: No, it's no, it's Nickel. Okay. So, but so, it's, so not Nickel, as, it's not It's not as strongly enunciated. It's so. It's it's not it's not an ad. It's not a, it's not a that a lot of um, uh, people in North America are used to, and so just to make it easier and because that's also how I introduce myself, nickel is the is the go to the yeah. the American coin. No, I literally go like, hey, what's your name? I'm like, hey, it's nickel. They're like, what? Oh, you know, like the coin or the metal. They're like, oh, I get it. That's cool. I'm like, all right, and then we go on over there. Yeah, dime.
1: Like, <laughs> that's pretty much. I've I've been called. Or I guess you could call her a penny. I guess um, that would be a good name let yeah. name my first child Penelope that's a beautiful name okay so did I tell you honey about the story about the truck driver that saved my ass uh, on Thursday because right I tried feeling an auto declined my card told me the story. and uh, there was a guy there that just happened to be there and he saved my ass I did make a deal with him I told him he has his choice his name is Bill or William, I told him he, for our firstborn, he can either have the middle name, or the secondborn, he can have the first name. Yeah. Yes, uh, I I I I know. I made this decision without your permission, but that's how it's going to go. And if you don't like that, I'll find somebody who is willing to carry the child with that name. Your call. I mean, I I will respect you either way. But if, if you can't have handle a Billy Vittito... <laughs> I mean, her name. If it's a girl, it could be Wilhelmina. Also, Billy. That's
0: that's, that's if a no. This child out of your bits. You can name it whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I'll be out in the but streets. If I gotta do it, then I'm getting some say, and I say nay.
1: <laughs> do, is there any rendition of William that you'd be okay with? I don't mind it as a middle name, actually. Oh, so, I mean. It, how about we our firstborn since his first minute would be the middle name? Call his first name would be Wild. Wild Bill Vito. No. Okay. Uh how about uh Xerxes? Would, would, when you say it's okay as a middle name potentially, do you say William or Williams? Billy, what are you thinking? William. Okay. What would be, oh boy, Amanda's giving me the, uh, are we going to talk works. about making babies mode? She's getting all <laughs> oh, blushing shit. and stuff. What? I'm cold. Yeah? Are you cold as ice? Yeah.
0: My first daughter will be sacrifice? Veronica. You want me to put my feet on your
1: again? What's up? You want me to put my feet on your again? No. Wait, you say Veronica? Veronica yeah. Williams? <laughs> Wait, is that a, a famous person I'm completely ignorant to? Name. <laughs> Veronica with a K. Veronica with a K. Oh my
0: god, knock it off. I'm 100 percent serious.
1: I, I am with legally
0: K, without like, losing all Tobias. the people that could
1: potentially listen to this. I cannot respond to this.
0: Son's name would be Tobias. Um, and they're not gonna take my last name, they're gonna take my partner's last name because my last name's a joke. So what are you talking
1: about chelly melons? Mid-drink, too. I got you.
0: Mid-drink. Fuck, I forgot my vape. I'll go get it, and then I'm good to go. Okay.
1: Man, we have... Stop making the noise. (laughs) Watch, I'm going to kill the computer doing that. That's it's not too bad. It's weird that it's starting to overheat like that. Although, the fan is completely covered in dust. There. Breathe, child. Breathe. All right. Hi. Good to go. Ooh, you should have done that closer to the mic. Can I have a retake? You have to try a little harder this time.
0: So you were gonna ooh. do it with my bag sometimes. Ooh, Jesse. Yeah. Let's see if I can. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Ooh,
1: ooh. I'm gonna feel that one tomorrow.
0: All right, old man, let's get this going.
1: Yeah, let me do my jaw because I... What is it called? TMJ? TMJ? It's a condition in which uh, your jaw is partially dislocated and uh, it inflames the side of your jaw muscles easily when you try to chew too much. Never heard of that? (coughs) I got the jaw of a goddamn bow constrictor. I can eat a lot of things larger than what I should normally because i'm a fat ass and i don't chew i just like dick (laughs) i was gonna suggest that joke i was like maybe i shouldn't because that would be self-deprecating but hey
0: nick with the slam down what do you mean i suck dick for bus ride but then walk home so i can keep the money you know
1: that that's saving both the dick and money
0: yeah
1: so am i hosting are you hosting
0: uh I believe it's you. We're back to we're back oh, to normalcy. Are we,
1: alternating? we don't just rock paper scissors it.
0: No, no, we're back to normalcy. Um and I'm gonna hit <laughs> you with my no witty...
1: Oh, you made a mistake, you're gonna make me the host in normal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> witty one liner. I'm ready to go when you are.
1: Oh, you got you got one ready?
0: I got on, one ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. Got one in the chamber.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> me, 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 me. Ooh, pop. I almost said, like, I was going to joke about eating a dog treat, but then I realized my dog was in the earshot, and he would get triggered if I said that full word out loud. Okay, so, your witty line, five seconds, and then I will, I'll start, take it away whenever you're ready.